Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Everybody, me and G, slick and thick, in our new home of Gas Digital. This is the first one just with us. Cheers, my brother. Salute to you. Salute, salute. I can't reach that far, uh. believe it or not. Um, so what's up, baby? What's going on? For people that don't We're know, back this in is... our fucking home, almost our hometown. This is pretty much it. And for people that don't know, for the Gas Digital world that are unaware of who Slick and Thick is, I am the Thick. I am Gerard Michaels. I'm a comedian, former baseball player, director, writer, extraordinaire. And to my right, directly in front of me, is the one and only Mickey Gall. Six foot three, 200 pounds, and every one of them's a problem. The CEO mm. of the RNC, mm. the, the master of punks, the tamer of sages. Oh, shit. Yes, sir. You, uh, you, got, more, going, you got more ounce to the bounce. You got more sound to the pound, baby. Uh, keep going, Yeah, dog. what do you got? The most, you have the most... Rear naked choke finishes in the history of the UFC. Not second most. Second in the most. Division. Second most but, in the division. Yeah, yeah. I like the way I said it better. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. I have to, I, it's gonna take me a little while to get that one. Word. We'll get there. And we're back in the Northeast. I got soft living in Florida, bro. This cold is killing me. I see you came in looking like a Russian bro, I know, mobster. I'm wearing all my shit, bro. I got fucking layers on layers on layers here. Look That's what's shit. up. Yeah, bro. Staying warm. Yo, I felt it too. I thought you were being a little bitch when you said you came home Ooh. and were feeling it. And then I got off right out of Newark Airport mm-hmm. and I was, I went went outside and I was like, my guy ain't here. I'm going back. <laughs> and then, uh, but then later yeah. that night, bro, driving home, had the windows down, crisp, smell nice. that crisp air, crisp. hitting my face. That shit yeah. was nice, bro. Yeah, no more AC. See... I don't need to use the AC. That's anymore. right. You get to see the trees. They still turned over there. Yeah, yeah. little. Little flurries. It was nice, man. It was beautiful. I was like, oh, yeah, this is home, brother. Yeah. This is Jersey. 732-247-365. Yeah, bro. And then I, you know, then I hit the subway and I, I smelled human shit. And I was like, can't wait to go back to Florida. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you got a little bit of human extra minute. That That's it, bro. Anyone, you know? Shit, bro. So t- talk to the people, shit, man. Indeed. Tell them about who who is Mickey Golf. For the people that don't know here, Gas Digital. That you know, I mean, you've been on Gas oh, Digital I'm the a new, whole bunch. I'm the new owner of Gas Digital. You're the new. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, we because we you know we just said I I could beat up Lewis, so that's I was, it. I'm the boss now. But so can Bisbing. So you and Bisbing are gonna have to gonna have to scrap this one out. Ah, I mean, if yeah, he wants to come on fly a plane over. He's here. got he's got to hop across the pond, eh? Yeah, <laughs> man. Now nah, he is uh he's in California. Oh, right? for real? Yeah, you didn't know that. I thought yeah, Bisbing was been in California London forever. Hell no, bro. No? Yeah, he's a Cali dude. Nah, that's what's up, yeah. dude. I, I like Bisbing as a fighter. He, he was yeah, a, he, he's a tough bastard, man. Yeah. Is it true that that he fought half his career with with no sight in his eye? I don't know exactly, but yeah, he had a fucked up eye. I think he got it uh, in a from an eye poke in a fight. Really? I think so. And he that just, shit sucks, dude. Getting poked in the eye, mm. it's the worst. You bro. think guys do that, that on purpose? Pre- no, no, not really. Because the same people I seem think, to poke people over and over and over again. Uh, I don't think it's on purpose. Because they just they just have their hand open and they're trying to they're yeah, trying to do they're like kind of you know distance space, gauging space and you know someone tries to come around it and your instinct is kind of poke that hand mm-hmm. there. Um, Throw but I, I've I, it's, that, it's only happened bit. it's happened to me in practice uh, like a bunch. I remember one time uh, someone like it was actually someone post like stabbed me in the eye. As I was like taking them down and then posted on my eye, 
to try and get up. <laughs> like, motherfucker, you don't realize your fucking digits in my yeah, ocular? Like the like, mountain. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was bad. But, I, I, yeah, again, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Getting poked in the eye sucks. The yeah. eyes are the testicles of your face. What happens when crab... You know what I mean? They're both very sensitive. <laughs> and they're both uh, balls. Yeah, they're both balls. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're the, yeah. What happens when Krav Maga takes over and it's just eyeballs, dick punches, and throat well, strikes? I'll be ready for it. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be can you strike the throat in the, in, uh, yeah, the UFC? Okay. You can do throat strikes? Yeah. You can go for the trach? Yeah, but you should have your chin down, you know what I mean? Uh, well, I got like three chins, so like, you know, which oh, one of them do I keep down? Super fortified. Ah, you got the, the good luck in it. Get in there. Get in there. There ain't no damn. There yeah. is no area of egress. No, not at all. Yeah, bro. So Quentin Tarantino, segue. The great Quentin Tarantino. One of my favorites. I love Quentin. What, give me your give me your top three Tarantino films. Go. I thought you were gonna say give me give me your three favorite directors. Oh, give me three favorite directors. <laughs> well, uh, shit. I, the thing was, I don't really have a totally have an answer for that. <laughs> um, I got Scorsese. Okay. And I got uh, Tarantino. Okay. Coppola. Yeah, you can throw him up in there. Well, this guy likes the Italians over here. Yeah, true. I he likes yeah. the Itals. Yeah. All right. So all right. So what, what was your question? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. One of my favorite directors as well. Three favorite what, though? I was going to say, what's your three favorite Tarantino films before we get That's into what pick, he said? That's hard to pick, man. You got to go Pulp Fiction. Okay. got to have Pulp Fiction up there. Sure. Um, I like the I, I liked Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. I like the remake or like the re the one they did with the chapters of the most one of the most recent ones. Oh, uh, The Hateful Eight? The Hateful Eight. Yeah. But at the same time, I think I like Django better than The Hateful Eight. So Django's go, tough for me, I man. I guess I'll go those three, and then I'll I'll revise my... Inglorious Bastards yours. was, I think, his best movie through the first two acts, and then the third act just went such to crazy time. I liked it. Um, but, man, Christoph Waltz was so good Yo, he was movie. dope, oh, man. What's, what's he not good at? I don't... Like, he was so good at being a Nazi, I actually have questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, man. You might be anti-Semitic. Maybe, so. bro. Like, dude, that... Uh, that Opening scene, man, it's such a powerful opening scene where you oh, know, that the, oh, uh, Hans the Landa, they yeah. bring up in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, I'd love, a, I'd love a glass of your wife's delicious yeah. milk. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So, what are your three favorites? Before well, the thing you, is, like, you get into well, the thing Quentin. was with Django too, man. Is like, I loved everything about that movie except Jamie Fox. I didn't, I didn't like Jamie Fox. Wasn't that written for Will Smith too? Was it? I'm pretty sure. I just I I feel like for whatever reason I I it never felt like Django it felt like Jamie Foxx I was watching Jamie Foxx and I like Jamie Foxx I think Jamie Foxx one of the most talented dudes there is you just can't have your lead get so outacted by everybody the whole movie ah. I mean Leo was unreal yeah, was Samuel L. Jackson was unreal right uh you know yeah. again Christoph you know Samuel Waltz Jackson was, almost steals the show yeah I mean Stephen I mean that that's on I mean his his face is is insane yeah. Um. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just didn't, I don't feel like Jamie Foxx was a, was powerful enough as a lead. Like it's it's cliche to say, but like I feel like can you imagine Denzel in that role, man? Or like I don't know. But um, I still love the movie. But you know, I'd have to go. I have a soft spot in my heart for um. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Man, yeah, love Reservoir Dogs. Yep. Um and that the Reservoir Dogs to me was just like so different than anything and I I had ever seen when I saw it. I was just like this is something, man. Like the way like the story two was scenes told. scenes in the whole movie. It was like No, there's one or two scenes. And no, 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 no. I incredible. mean like all, like all right, besides for the flashbacks with Tim Roth's character, yeah. there's like they're in that the the safe house. Yep. 
and like in like the the shootout in the beginning. Yeah, and all the setup. The diner. Right, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like Right. You're right, you're right. I love Reservoir Dogs. I love, you know, that ensemble cast was incredible. I'm going to go Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, and uh Everybody hates it, but I don't care. Once you know, once upon a time in Hollywood's a great movie, and I don't care. Fate in your top three? I think so. I think so. Uh, you know, but I, I I could just no. You know what? No, that's I not, like that that's one a not. lot. I like Kill that Bill. One too. Kill I Bill. Kill Bill. I got. They're all good. They're I like, all good. I like the that only one I don't like is Jackie Brown. I like that one. You like Jackie Brown? Fuck yeah. It's the only one I didn't like. What don't you like about it? <sighs> I feel like it was boring. Samuel L. Jackson was good. I never really got uh, the sense that um, you know. I didn't feel any chemistry between uh, Pam Greer and uh, the Bell Bondsman guy. Yes, I know. I know the guy from Breaking there. Bad. There, whatever his name little, was. That, yeah, the, yes. the, the, the Milwaukee I left guy. A little, yeah. He was the coach in Like Mike. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, quint- quintessential middle-aged white guy. Whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, he's like he the straight man. Yeah, the, va- the I mean? vacuum like cleaner the guy Bateman from Better Call Saul. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, I like that one, but I I don't know, man. I don't. I gotta rewatch the what was it called? Once you know the other America? one that sucks. The other and I, it, I, uh, the one with Kurt Russell, uh, Death oh, Grindhouse Kill Death Proof. Death uh, Proof. Those, yeah, those, that, are, those are the least. That sucked. Those I wasn't a fan. Well, one was Robert Rodriguez and the other one was uh, Tarantino, I think. But that right. that movie did suck. And he, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure he, True Romance. He has something big to do with. He wrote it. He wrote it. Yeah. And I think he directed think, it for a while and then they kicked him and off. And I think Natural Born Killers he had something to do with. I know we looked he it up it. and it wasn't. He wrote he did write that one too, right? Oh no shit. Did yeah. he? I, didn't I think know that. so. I think it, it like who who's the guy who got it? Was Oliver Stone? Yeah, Oliver Stone. Yeah, that, that shit. Took that shit too. to crazy town. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yo, I Robert Downey Jr., one of his Tarantino, best roles. You know, the best thing about his movies is how compelling the dialogue is. Yeah, it's it's, it's it, the conversations they have is like it, it's crazy, man. Like uh, it's so smart. It's I, I really enjoy it. Tell you, you've never, never done cocaine. Th- those conversations are happening six o'clock in the morning in, in, in every Brooklyn yeah. apartment. Yeah, no it's, powders, uh, no pills for Mickey. No G. powders, no pills, no powders, man. No pills. Yeah. So anyway, I bring up Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Except for creatine, I take creatine. That's a powder. powder. <laughs> I've seen you take a ton of pills. You pop. You pop no less than five hundred Advils a day. <laughs> <laughs> Leaves. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no narcotics. No narcotics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Say no to drugs, kids. Um, Quentin Tarantino says this is the worst era in the history of film. Is the reason why I bring it up. Mm. The worst era in the history of film, and that I suppose is including uh, the beginning era of film where they didn't even fucking talk. So <laughs> I don't know if I can go all in with Quentin on that, but I do think movies have gotten pretty brutal. Yeah. I think that there's not. I, I was just on Netflix the other day trying to find something to watch. Man. Yeah, what's like, something? What's the last good movie? That the you last have? like really, really, yeah. really good movie? Shit, dude, that wasn't like a superhero film. Mm. I don't even know, bro. Like, what was the most I compelling? Remember, all right, I just is, watched Barbarian. Just it was me pretty compelling. Them out, uh, the Revenant. Yeah, the Revenant. Sure, good ass movie. But sure, what was that like seven years ago? It, was it that long ago already? I don't know. No Country for Old Men, based Loved on a it. book. Yeah. Uh, but that was dope. But it was. again, these are we're in the 2000s. They, yeah, they, that's long time ago. That's so the when, Coen when brothers. When does this era start? I guess. I guess he's saying like 2010s. Is this the the aughts? What do you call the 2010s? Are those the aughts? Um, the the tens. The tens. The, the 2010s. Yeah, the roaring the tens, tens. There's the tenses and then the twenties. Now we got the twenties, twenties, tens, tens, fifteens, fifteens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, 
And it got me thinking, right? Mm. The Godfather. Mm. Old school compelling movies. Now, if you had to pick the best era of film, what do you got? Go. Seventies, eighties, nineties. You don't know. I, I'm not I'm not a film buff like that where like I know I, I don't know. I, I didn't watch I, I didn't don't watch so many old movies because I'm like I think feel like they're not gonna hold up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a little a little trepidatious. Sure. Uh but and you there know, was the no Godfather. porn back then either. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to go yeah, get a VHS of porn? Yeah. Like, what there's, are you going to do? Come on. Dude, there's so much porn now. Like, why is anyone <laughs> so much movies? porn. Why is... That's why all the movies are gone. Everybody's got an OnlyFans oh, now. Yeah, we're just watching yeah. porn and shit. Yeah, shout out. Check them out. OnlyFans. Learn some fucking fight techniques. Some kill techniques. <laughs> how Thanks, many people... When, once you came out and told people that you had an OnlyFans, how many people were like... Yeah. Oh, for real? Actually, listen to this. So... Oh, I did a deal with OnlyFans where I'm showing techniques, obviously. You know, <laughs> fighting techniques. <laughs> I got to clarify. Right? Yeah, right? Shit. So I had I had a, a friend ask me this weekend, so, so like, you doing OnlyFans now? And I was like, yeah. And he, like, he was like, so what are you, like, like dropping dong in mirror pits? <laughs> I was like, no, bro. I'm like, I'm just, I'm showing techniques shit. My and yo, the friends weirdest thing, friends sounded kind of sus, bro. Is my aunt? Is my aunt the other night goes? She's like, so I hear you're like doing like sex trafficking. What? What? That's what she said. How did she That's find she out? I was like, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone had to fill in for that freaking uh, who's homeboy that Jeffrey Epstein. Oh um, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just Jeff Epp. Him and just laying her out. Right. Someone's got to step in and take over that market. Yeah. Not speaking of them. Do you see? They just dropped the list. They were like, "Well, you know, it turns out we are gonna let you know that you know the client list. There was eight people. Oh yeah, eight people. That's eight. who. That's who he was selling. Yeah, eight people all these humans too. There was eight people. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. My aunt. I I don't know how she like jarbled her words so much. Like I don't. Like she's a very smart lady. I don't yeah. know how she like didn't realize. Are you just asking me if I'm committing like a horrible, mm. terrific, her- horrific crime? Yeah. Terrific crime. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but uh yeah, I'm just uh, you know, they we made a little deal, pay me some money to fucking uh show. Because OnlyFans doesn't want to be porn anymore. They don't want to be all porn. They don't want to be all porn. They definitely gotta wanna have some of so, that porn so, that's making I, them a I just, fucking killing. I just I gotta fig I gotta like figure out what's going on here. So I somebody somebody only goes fans, on OnlyFans and they, they you know they get themselves a good wank and then they're like, I wanna see how to do a rear naked choke. Here's my I, thing. Like, I, how, think, I think you come what's to the and, crossover and look, here? I think we're, I think my OnlyFans is gonna do like dog shit numbers. <laughs> But I'm telling you, I'm putting fucking gold on there. All right. I'm putting like like legit like, sure. like cool ass fucking Dope. techniques. But, yeah. But uh, at, at least for me, it'll be a nice little catalog of of my. Uh, I should go over there and talk politics. I should start an OnlyFans where all I do is talk politics. So after yours somebody... will do even worse than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so after after somebody gets done looking at some some uh, single mom trying to pay her way <laughs> through yeah. through the month, uh. I could go over there and and, uh, and and talk about the horrors of authoritarian government. Yeah. Our last guest, uh, Karen, killing Karen. it on uh, OnlyFans. That's right, dude, killing it. I caught a bunch of killing shit. It. I caught a bunch of shit, Mick. I got to be honest. A lot of the, a lot Why'd of the women, a lot of women who have been following uh, me for a long time are like, "What's so? What's up?" The only, the only women you have on your show are, are porn stars. Those are the only women you have on your show. <laughs> first of all, Karen's, Karen's a comedian, also a badass comedian. Not also, hilarious. she's that first. She's, she's most yes. yes, but financially. Financially, I think she's an OnlyFans. Is person that is that how it works? I'm, if you make more money, I I don't know. So then, if that's the case, don't you make more money in advertising? You're not a fighter. You're you're a salesman. You're a model. I don't make more money in uh, advertising. Oh, you need better manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. The uh, I do right. Yeah, Shit. the uh, the, it's it that type of shit's weird, right? Like, that's weird. Like, yeah, Eva, that's what she does for sure. 
Eva's a porn star. Eva's a legit porn star. Yeah. yeah. But she's also brilliant. And anybody who watched that episode that came away thinking, like, we're just having these, like, vapid hoes on she is crazy. She both, like, yeah, we are both like, wow, like, tell us more, Eva. Like, Psychoanalyze like, us. What so you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, she had us a little hypnotized. Yeah, there, can you? She's uh, also dropping knowledge, I, I think. Like, serious. You know what I mean? Like, it's it. we couldn't ar- argue that. Well, with what the things she would say, yeah, like we and we try, and she had and these try. arguments. She's had these. You can tell she's, she's had these arguments she's, before. Yeah, she's had a few more, uh, yeah. a little more experience than yeah, us. Yeah, so, you know, she she's she's realm. had this. You know, my my. It's that okay. Yeah, it's okay that my that uh, I can fuck other men because my husband and I are past that conversation yeah. before. <laughs> before we were like, mm, I don't know if I'd be cool with that as a husband. Yeah, because you're not as strong a man as my husband. Like, yeah, Man. you're not as evolved. Bro. I guess. But I also just think I don't want my wife getting yeah no my yeah dong well, down my wife will still will not be <laughs> doing that. <laughs> it's not she hasn't didn't sway us it's just it's could you marry a porn star you figure could I I don't I I wouldn't I don't know that'd be tough bro that'd be tough what if they were out of the game obviously they're out <laughs> oh right? they're out, they're out obviously, obviously. They're all worn up ah, all worn up yeah. no I, I don't know bro could you. I gotta say that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try trying to uh, be open minded, but yeah, I'm. Little, I try to be open minded. A little, uh, I don't know. Yes, yeah, no. You can't have, can't have. You know, can't have it. Sorry, I can't have it. Ah, uh, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I'm gonna say no, though. Yeah, I oh, feel you. Yeah, I feel you. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Oh, you were you mentioned The Godfather when you're talking about great movies, right? Talk to me. Yeah. And you know you're gonna. Obviously, you you could talk more about like the movie and stuff, but I read the Godfather books. And Mario those, Puzo, Mario Puzo, and yeah, now they, I, they're. I read like all his books. So and my guys, understanding, all right, real quick, real quick. I don't want to be a liar. I say read. <laughs> I audio book. <laughs> All right. All so right. You had look, someone I, read the books to you. Someone was reading them directly into my head. <laughs> <laughs> someone was saying them. You know, I was wearing one of these, and they were saying they're these. Whoever's listening to this is listening to a podcast. So it's yeah. kind of similar. So. Um, you 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 read, listen, you consume more audiobooks than probably anybody I've ever met in my life. You're yeah, a, you're an audiobook. I stay addict. on it. Like if I'm if I'm fucking brushing my teeth, you know what I mean. I could do it if I'm making food. I could I yeah. could listen. I don't, like I don't really watch. I haven't been watching like TV much. No, that's what's a good thing about podcasts. Like you don't have to watch. You get to see my beautiful face, but you don't have <laughs> to see my beautiful no. face. No. So. Uh, yeah, I like like if I'm sitting and watching a movie, or if I'm like laying down reading, yeah. that's all I'm doing. If I'm listening to an audiobook, I could, like I said, be making dinner. I could be brushing my teeth. I could be driving a car. I could sure. do whatever. So it's kind of easy. It's uh, I like it from that standpoint. And also, I, you know me, I don't like to sit still too much. Like I'm this podcasting. I don't know how this is gonna work for me. I can't sit. I could barely sit in a chair for thirty minutes to get my hair cut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're you're squirrely. I, I'm a, I'm a, I, li- I like to I like to get moving. Yeah, you know what I mean. Spe- especially if I'm if I gotta tire myself out in the gym, that's the only way to get me to to calm down a little bit. Yeah, you're three days crazy. Yeah. So you talk about Mario Puzo. Uh, all and right, so my understanding, just so I know, they, they everybody knows the Godfather one, the Godfather two, the Godfather three is a little less well known. It's less liked. <sighs> yeah, uh, mostly because one and two are considered masterpieces. Yeah, in the, yeah. I think I think three gets too much hate. Um, but bro, I tried so many times with that fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's okay parts, and it's you know whatever, it drags. But no, it's it's not very it's, good. Yeah, not compared. It's nothing compared. Not compared to the first two, no. But that I don't think a lot of people know, and I really didn't know till you told me. Mario Puzo, these are like he creates an entire world. These are almost like Lord of the Rings type thousand page books, and the actual Godfather story 
is a very small part of the of the canon. Is well, that we see focuses mostly on the family. We have so there's so much shit in there uh, that like isn't uh, like t- isn't isn't brought in the movie. It's like you know it's so cliche. It's like the books are better. They're better because they got so much other compelling shit in sure. there. The books or the the movie kind of focuses on the family. While uh, I give so a quick snippet. You know when in the beginning of the movie. Uh, how Sonny goes and bangs that girl in the bathroom. Yes. All right. So first of all, right, I'm going to jam this real quick. Spoiler alert. Guys. Spoiler alert. So listen. So basically this girl had a big vagina, right? And Sonny is known for having a big dick. What? Straight up. So this girl had like a, she had it in later. She goes to Vegas. This is all have, in the listen, book. They have this stuff is in, in the Ve- book. It's all in the book. They have stuff. I'm not making it up. They have stuff in Vegas. This is Mario Puzo. They have stuff. 50 they have shades a, of God. She's out in Vegas doing stuff after like, uh, after like, I, I guess after Sonny gets killed and stuff, she's living out in Vegas, and she has a doctor who ends up becoming her like lover, who f- who plastic surgeries her pussy, makes it like fixes like the bones or, or whatever the fucking problem is, tightens it up, and uh, she like she, you know she fixed she had she had like a, a problem, but Sonny was the only one who was able to satisfy her. You gotta be kidding me. Deadass. So that's that's one part. The the uh, a travesty of that is Luca Brasi. The whole. Uh, of the of the movie, is yeah. Luca Brasi could have his own movie. Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi. I hate to bring this to you on the day of your daughter's wedding. Yes. Yeah. So Luca Brasi is a total monster, like total monster. He uh, he, psh, where, I don't even know where to start. Uh, how about I'll just hit the I'll just hit the highlights. Luca Brasi has uh his girlfriend is this Irish girl. So he's um he's been banging this Irish girl and eventually he ha- oh actually. That Irish girl bangs Tom Hagen when Tom Hagen's in college. Oh, Tom Hagen, the obviously the consigliere. He's not a wartime consigliere. Yes, but he so he's he was like grew up kind of on the streets. His parents died when he was very young. He was like a they said uh, Tom Hagen. You know we see him all buttoned up and smart played, guy lawyer. He was a played perfectly by Robert Duvall. Robert in the movie, Duvall, just absolutely amazing. Yeah, very good. But he as a kid was like a feral animal. Like he grew up on the streets, had like. Uh, had like an infected eye, would just run around with a knife, like ha- like. And Sonny became friends with them, or was friends with them, and then he saw this happen to him. Said, I, "I'm pretty sure when Sonny saw him, like a few weeks later after his parents died, he like didn't recognize him because like that's how feral he became. Like he mm. became a street kid, and uh, he and then Sonny took him in, let had him sleep over one night, and they, he never left, right? So, but anyway, Luca Brasi wanted to kill Tom Hagen for fucking his girl at one point, but I think it was with the same girl." Luca eventually um she becomes pregnant and she has a baby and Luca Brasi's sitting up there drinking, drinking. You know, he's just kinda he's got a you know, he's got a he has a poor disposition, Luca Brasi, you know what I mean? He's a total And he's monster. a he's a hitman and he's a hitman. Yeah. Yeah, t- like just like everyone's everyone's scared of Luca Brasi. His the people who are under everybody's scared of Luca Brasi. Um so after he she has his baby, he the midwife, I believe her name is like Philomena, someone who the godfather helped some he he gives her the baby and says, "Throw that in the furnace." The baby. Throw that baby in the furnace. It's it's half Irish. I don't want another one of them in the world. His own fucking child. Wow. His Luca Brasi. His own fucking child. This Luca is Brazzi, all in the book. All in the book. All in the book. Tom, I I uh, yeah. Tom Hagen, the way he ends up going. They wow. say in the God, in the movies, they quickly are like, yeah, it's sad. Tom had a heart attack. Not not a, not in the books. Tom was killed. Really. Yeah, I think his name is Nick Geraci, who's a big. He probably looked like you, Nick Geraci. Big, big uh, former heavyweight boxer, big hands. Uh, 
fucking knocking people out. But then he he was I think he was like Cle- in the Cleveland faction. No and shit. He, uh, he's a he's a good character too. I think Michael Corleone crosses him. He, they're on an airplane. He has they crash the airplane to make it look like these other people died. But wow. he was just kind of collateral damage. And then he uh, he ends up coming on revenge. He's the one who takes out Tom Hagen eventually. Puts him in a lake, uh, I think in his car. Somehow get in his car, gets him in a lake, and he like drowns or alligators eat him or shit like that. Like We need to get a series going. The Godfathers needs a reboot. Yo, I never real. realized that the Godfather. The Godfather- so th- I think at one point they were going to do a Godfather prequel where I think Leonardo was going to play a young Sonny. Well the, well, the Godfather prequel is God- the Godfather 2 is a prequel. Right. Um, yeah, but there's, but there's an in-between time. So like we saw Sonny and you know as an adult, yeah, and we saw Sonny as a baby when, but there's something in between there where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio would have been like a teenage Sonny, like Sonny was a ru- running around doing crime, like his father's trying to keep bad. him out he of it. He was a badass Sonny, right? Oh yeah, Sonny's yeah. a total cowboy, yeah. total cowboy. So his, his dad was trying to keep him out of it, but he was in there knocking over like uh, trucks of like his dad's like kind of friends. No shit. Yeah. So, but like trying to stay quiet about it, but they also kind of knew like his dad kind of knew and would, there's certain, it's just, it's, 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 it's good stuff. Wow. They've left a lot of meat on that bone, man. We got to get a series bone. going here. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, many saints of Newark, the Sopranos follow-up movie that, yeah. that answered a lot of questions, but again, it left me with more. Like they left a lot of meat well, on that bone too. What questions did that answer for you? Well, I'm a big Sopranos junkie too. Did you watch it or no? I watched the movie. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Sopranos about three times. Well, first of all, you you, you found out who killed Dicky Maltasanti. That's for sure. You yeah. know, and Uncle June. Uncle June. Uncle hey. June. Your mother's cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking curmudgeon in that movie. Oh, huh? he always is. That's Uncle June. Yeah. You know, I I thought uh, Tony's kid was good. I th- I wish they would have done a little bit more with Tony's dad. Um. Yeah, more with Johnny Soprano. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I I think that was uh. So they should have made that a series. That, they I think they, made, they should have made that a series. They they tried to stuff too much in the, into ninety minutes. Bro, I hundred percent agree that they could have done. But that movie wasn't about young Tony. Nope. That movie wasn't about. Uh, it was Dicky Moltisanti. It was so the many saints of Newark. Yep. Moltisanti, the Moltisantis uh, of Newark. Uh, Moltisanti, uh, many saints. Very so good. That's what that's what it's about. It's about uh, you know Dicky Moltisanti's father. You know what I mean? The brother, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher, even like it's, you know, a little bit of Christopher, him as a baby, but his story, he's narrating Michael Imperioli. I love that shit when it kind of ties together like that. I just watched Warm Bodies the other day, a great movie from like 10 years ago. And uh, it's Romeo and Juliet with with, uh, zombies. Huh, I never saw it. Never yeah, heard of it. And it. Yeah, it's Warm Bodies. It's good. And it, but, I mean, it's it's really I'm obvious. I'm saying I never heard of Romeo or Juliet. You never heard of Romeo or Juliet? <laughs> a Capulet or a Montague? Yeah, man. So the uh, – that's I tell you what, man. That, that, that type of stuff right there, you know, for the people that don't read the books or the people like – it's just like, man, there's so much. Do, do, from having listened to the books and read books, do you think that the – the characters, the way that they were portrayed. Because to me, those are the perfect movies. I, I think Apocalypse Now, Coppola is my favorite director. Apocalypse Now is as good as it gets. I and think I think the so. one line, you know, hating government as much as I do, the one line where, you know, Kay and Michael are sitting there. Michael, do you know, you know how naive you sound? Senators and presidents don't have people killed. Mm-hmm. Michael's like, okay. Who's being naive? Like, come <laughs> on. What are you, out of your mind? Yeah, bro. You know? Yeah. Um... Yeah, The Godfather, or I'm sorry, uh, Sopranos, like we were talking about before. Yeah. Uh, 
I was actually talking to Bobby Hutch, the producer here at Gas Digital. He mm. d- he helped out with a lot of those episodes of uh, not of the Sopranos, but of the podcast Talking Sopranos. Talking Sopranos, really good with, with Michael Imp- Imperioli and uh, Steve Sharippa. So Bobby Bacala, it's fantastic. Uh, you you've listened, fantastic. Of course, the ones yeah. with Steve uh, Buscemi are fantastic. Yeah, those bro, all of them are good. Yeah. I like I like all of them. I could I don't really have a favorite, but like they go through each episode and. You realize what a masterpiece that show is. Like every piece of music in there is yep. like foreshadowing or For is sure. reacting to something. Like the names of the songs. What, what a genius the... David Chase is, man! Unbelievable! What a genius! Unbelievable! It's it's yeah. a, look. I think it's the best show ever made. It's I you know so I think too. it's the best show ever made. Some people say The Wire. Uh, season two of The Wire is horrible. You know I think season one of True Detective is probably the best season of television ever made. But over the course of yeah, the entire, I gotta rewatch that. I only, I only watched that once. But again, I don't really watch it, bro. What? You don't watch True Detective? You gotta watch True no, Detective. No, I've watched it. I only watched it once, though. Yeah. And I started watching the second scene. I was garbage. Garbage. I, I, I couldn't get through it. Yeah, garbage. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think you don't think people you don't think politicians have people killed? <laughs> Fast forward. Hillary Clinton's got forty four tags. Yeah. She's collecting souls like she's in a Mortal Kombat. She the thoughts be... expressed by Gerard Michaels are the opinions of Gerard Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just show, especially not Mickey Gall and. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, just nah, look. I, I'm just kidding. I, look I tried at, to look get at, it back on Sopranos so Gerard wouldn't start talking politics. Look at Yemen. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he said Yemen. Yep. Look he at Yemen. Yemen. Yeah, yep. dude. The he, uh, he still smells Dave Smith in that seat <laughs> and his libertarian self. Ah, about dude. To... Do you do you think speaking of politicians and uh, Elon Musk is trying to bait uh, Trump back to Twitter? You think mm. you think Trump should be allowed back on Twitter? I don't think Trump should ever been kicked off Twitter, bro. No, I agree. Free speech. What the hell? Yeah, you don't I like saw, what the man's saying? Say something different. The other day, like the the uh, now that he's allowed back on, you can see the last two or three like posts he had. Yeah, and it was telling everyone at the who was insurrecting to like chill the fuck out, respect the police, and like not do what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could also be like a little that bit was part of, of the no, narrative. stop, it doesn't, it doesn't don't fit do the narrative. it. It doesn't yeah, fit the I see narrative. What you're it could, it too, could, but like, yeah, it definitely don't fit the narrative. It's better to have the bro. Things. How about this? Why don't we know whether or not the FBI agents were the ones that were telling people to go into Capitol? Because it's starting to look like the FBI was involved in this thing. Again, the thoughts and opinions expressed by <laughs> Gerard Michaels. <are> not <laughs> bro, kick, you kick want, me you off want that Hillary? Twitter? You want Hillary and uh, the FBI coming at you, bro? The Shit. CIA. I don't think they're. I, don't, I think those are the same people. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think those are different yeah. people. That's a good point. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's just wild to me, man. Like. Would it surprise you tomorrow? Would it surprise you if you just woke up and was like, Elon Musk had a tragic accident on his private jet? Would it uh, surprise not at you? All. Not at all. Me either, man. Like, it's, do you it's, like what Elon's doing? So wait, do I got to pay for my check mark now? You what? might. You might end but up I having I'm, already, I, I'm not grandfathered in? No, nah, they're going to do two different things. There's going to be – so like he wants to get rid of this whole like aristocracy, like cool kids club where it's like, you know. Well, us cool kids aren't cool with that. <laughs> I like my blue check mark. Please and thank you. What yeah, was that? every time a fucking nerd wants to mess with the cool kids club, what else is fucking new? Yeah, dude, that's why right, re- we need lockers. Revenge of the nerds, bro. Revenge locker. of the nerds. Yeah, what what happens? How will how will your life be different if you wake if you wake up tomorrow? I've never been mean to a nerd. I'm always nice to them. Always have been. How do you know? I'm well, mean to bullies. The fact that you would I say that they bullies, were nerds. Bro. What do you, what do you think like, a nerd is? You know. No, did describe it. Let's see. Let's look around. Hoop's <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Nah, you could just you could tell. You could just tell. Yeah. What's a nerd? Uh, Describe del- it. Delicious candy. It is a delicious candy. Yeah. I don't think you've ever had a nerd in your life. Yeah, I have. Have you? I have. When was the last yeah. time you had processed sugar? 
Uh, today. <laughs> I had some, yeah. What'd you eat, what'd you eat today? Uh, actually, yesterday, um, I ate a fucking... Uh, I don't want to say what I ate. Okay. Weird. Sounds lame. Weird. All right. My little sister made cupcakes. Okay. Is that like, there's not a gayer food to eat than a cupcake. What are you talking about? There's not a gayer foodie than a cupcake. You heard me. That just—it looks just like a, it's like a. There's meal. literal candies made of dick. They're dick-shaped candies. There's way right. gayer food that to eat than a cupcake. Gayer. Also, cupcake fat guy tip 101 right here. You're gonna tear rip it, the bottom off, put it on the top. You got a little icing, Sammy. Yeah. It's delicious. And my little sisters—they'll get me to eat some junk. Like even at their birth, because I—I sometimes I'd be like in fight camp, and when I'm in fight camp, you know, I'm a fucking yeah. I'm like a, you're a Spartan. I'm a samurai. It's actually yeah, I'm a, gross. I'm not, I'm not eating nothing. Eating cat food so and like, cabbage. On their birthdays, they'd be like, they would be like, Mickey, are you gonna have some cake? And like, even when I'd be in fight camp, I'd be like, I'll have some cake. Oh. And it, it would, yeah, it always meant something to them. So, so they always got me eating their little sweets. Yeah, that's what happened to me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just you know, I just had to make everybody happy. Yeah. So the, <laughs> so in our last podcast. You mm-hmm. kind of made the admission a little bit that you're starting to come to the dark side of the politics here a little bit. What do you bit. mean? You're, start, you, you, you're starting to self-identify as a libertarian, huh? I've, I mean, I've pretty much been I've, – I've, I've never I've, – I've, that's the only one that's ever made sense to me. Mm. No, ne- the, either ones is like, you know, some good, some bad in both. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, that's always been the one that's, that's been, made the most sense to me, 100%. The idealized version of being a libertarian is taking the best – Part of the Republicans, the fiscal ideas, and the best part of the Democrats, the social ideas, and combining them. Yes. And what's odd about that, that is that it just seems like it makes sense. Like neither, how does how I would I could don't think anyone could really make me make it make sense other than those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, other than libertarian and like that way of combining like the two best of each. It's libertarians about like being free. I mean, you explain it. Uh, for an eight, for explaining like I'm an eight year old and also like I'm gonna die soon, <laughs> so like uh, quickly explain the what the uh, tenets of the liber- libertarian. It comes party. down to the libertarian party comes down to one thing, man. It's it's do no harm and leave me alone. That's it. That's really what it comes down to. Don't do anything that hurts somebody else. Any that that's the only law. Yeah, let people be free. Like that's don't it. put people in jail if for anything they want to do. If if it doesn't affect anyone, if it doesn't else harm negative, you. Yeah. If you're not like a a you know oppressing on someone else, then Correct. you're good. Live your life however you want to live. Correct. No sanctions and not so many rules. Like obviously, you know, there's laws and shit. Sure. But not like. Not like not like all these dumb fucking no. laws. So like you gun need, laws. You need about twenty laws. So somebody says like you know there was just a tragic shooting in Colorado and they're like we need we need gun laws now we need we need stricter gun laws and it's like why is murder legal? Yeah. They, they broke the law. <laughs> like yeah. so more so the person that went and broke the laws that exist, what would stop them is more, more laws. laws? Doesn't yeah, make any sense. No. You know when you break it down, you know and then everybody advocating for gun laws. You know, they're always like 120 pounds and owe their entire life and existence to guns. And you just sit here and go like, okay. Like, that's, a good, that's a really good point. Like, come on. The only, re- yeah, be- the only reason they, because of the law or the, and the fact that they w- they wouldn't get killed is because there's someone they could call who has guns. Literally. To stop. They, the, the people that are always bitching and moaning, they want to defund the police and they want to get rid of guns. And I'm just sitting the here The police like, with the guns are the, re- yeah. The, the, the reason, reason that you're allowed to speak out loud. Yeah. You can feel very safe. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, man. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I if I had to, oh, we're a tough guy podcast. We're a tough dude. guy we're podcast. Tough, guy tough guys. Speaking of the tough guy podcast, I would only thing I want out of Elon Musk Twitter is a duel button. Ooh. I want a duel. Uh, duels would be sick. I want to I want to bring back duels 
Maybe not guns. Nah, that's maybe like, not guns, duels, but like at least that like makes you hold yourself accountable. Yeah, at least like American gladiators. At least like a punch in the face. Yeah, or like what's that Russian like thing where they go smack for smack? That Russian thing. Yeah, I think UFC is trying to bite him. Oh, Dana's all, all up in there. <laughs> Dana's like, I think Dana made someone else a president, but I'm pretty sure he owns it. He owns it already. I, I think so. He just, so you would smack for smack. I want a duel, and here's the deal: you, you you talk some shit on Twitter, you get you get your troll in, but here's once once a year you get one duel button a year, boom, and you either got to duel that person or you got to make a public apology or you lose your Twitter account for you know six hey, months. You know what I just thought it would be funny. Uh, you know how we crashed uh, Lewis and David Yo MMA raps today? Yep. We yep. go crash dance gangs. <laughs> just and blow the door them. open and actually like and just, actually like, not yeah yeah like, like just actually just go in there and like go uh, stick uh, stick some of those guys in a locker and go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mark <laughs> Mark Norman sitting there going, "Hey, what's going on I here?" Love him. He's, oh, he's so, so funny. funny, dude. He's so funny. Did you see him handling the heckler at New York Comedy Club? Every time he like, I'll see like clips he posts and yeah. shit, and I'm just like, like what he said the perfect thing. Oh, he's he's like, it's like it's and it's off brilliant. The, it's like off the cusp, and he's saying the perfect. Coop, can thing. you pull that up? Can you pull up Mark Mark Norman uh, heckler New York Comedy Club? You got to see this. This Coop. is incredible. Coop's a good name for a producer. Coop, Coop's yeah. a good name. Coop, hey, you a commie? Our last producer was Coop, a commie. Are you, are you a commie? And you're coming to Florida with us. I've tried a little bit of comedy. But, no, uh, commie, like communist. communist. Oh, hell yeah. You're a communist? I guess. I don't know. Oh, well, I'm, 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 I'm loose flag right be. now. What are you? I'm, I'm loose flag. I go with the wind. Basically. He can't, he oh, can't nice, be a communist. Bro. He's working. That's, I really respect that. Yeah. <laughs> He's employed. He can't be a communist. All right, let me see. Yeah, pull, pull, pull up Mark Norman because it's very funny. Uh, and what's wild is I got heckled at the same room in from a woman in almost the exact same place in that room. and uh, By the same woman? I, I'm really honest to God wonder if it's the same woman. It's hilarious. Would, th- would this be the angry activist? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can get it here. You can't joke about that. Yeah, of course I can. Okay. Here it is. I think that's it. Is that a boo over there? What was that? What's that? Uh-huh. Wait, what did I do? Damn. Wow. <laughs> Supporting prostitution? Yes, I've given them money for years. <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't know me, you fucking psycho cunt. Shut up. It's so crazy. You think you're the good guy in the movie, you know? What a fucking retard. All right. Um, oh, is that her? Oh, great. All right. Wait, what did I do? Why are you mad? I don't get it. What do you mean I'm promoting it? I'm telling a joke, you fucking psycho. Jesus Christ. I don't think she's smart. Suck my dick. All right. Well, that's sexual assault. You're promoting sex. I like the arms. Suck my dick. I'm sure that was transphobic in some way. If we're really, uh, if we're really doing the numbers here. Ah. Uh. Should have never fucked her. Yeah, that's really the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, dude. So, I mean. Yeah, he's good. All right, let's go crash that shit just to hang out with him. No. <laughs> I don't know. The Are we going up or down? What do you mean? We're 39 in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. So, that's the New York Comedy Club. New York Comedy Club is fucking phenomenal. It's that's like a tight, that was? Yeah, tight oh, little yeah. room. You know, you get. 70 people in there and it feels like 700 because they're right on top of you but it's always a really great room and the uh i used to play it i haven't played it in a while 
obviously. Oh, you I do comedy? <laughs> Sometimes. When, when I'm not pontificating on, <laughs> on you know, the... the the political, the political zeit, the zeitgeist of the current. <laughs> Man, did you play baseball too? I did. Okay, but I'm not an athlete. Oh, very, well, very. We got to be very clear. People. We got to be very clear on that. There's people. levels to this stuff, Papa. <laughs> he compared himself uh, to uh, Elon Musk and and uh, Jordan Peterson after that too. Who did? Him. He. I'm not giving him. Shot. I'm not giving him clout. Let's say uh, his name. All right, but, we're over it. Yeah, fuck it. Until 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 it comes time to scrap it he out. He hurt your feelings, dude. He, he hurt my feelings by being cool to my face and then doing unnecessary shit. Pissed uh, me off know, saying he's the shit. LA guys, bro, dude. You know, dick that's and, some. You know, but that's some. LA guys, how does bro. that? How's that clout? You can't really help him that much. So fuck you. It's right, I guess. But it's also like, what the fuck? That that just makes you a fucking scum, dude. You're just straight Correct. scum. Scum. Yeah, no, that. But that's that's kind of. You ever met anybody from LA that wasn't scum, though? That wasn't? Yeah. Yeah, I met some cool motherfuckers from L.A. Is, Chris, is Christos from L.A.? Christos is from L.A. So ah, he's cool. He's scum, cool. Scum, Malaka. <laughs> he's a Malaka. He's a Malaka. No, no, Christos is the he's best, a great guy. Bro. He's a great of, dude. He's one of the best uh, best people I met down in Florida. But uh, no, like, I, I was chilling. I, my, I had good people there. Like, uh, I had, like, Joe Schilling, Daniel Rodriguez. Like, I had I, I had some real ones in L.A. Okay. But, uh. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of fake motherfuckers. There's a lot of fake motherfuckers in L.A. Yeah, and and it's such a cliche to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's like, L.A., all those people there are fake. Yeah, but they are, though. Yeah, I guess they're right. Pieces yeah. of shit, mostly. A lot of them. Yeah, what I do, feel you, like what do you hate about them? I think, it, I think a lot of them are just fucking, like, desperate, like, wanting to... They're at... Uh, a certain spot and trying to get to the next spot. Like they're yeah. just everyone's in aspiring something. Everyone wants something more. It's like, you know, it's I think anybody that needs external validation can't be trusted. I think mm. people who who are constantly seeking external validation are it's a ticking mm. time bomb like before that. they turn on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right. people that can't you know, people that can't handle themselves or don't, you know, don't feel like they have something to offer and that they have value and are constantly looking for someone else to bless them, right? Because, I mean, that that's the problem with being an actor or that's the problem with being a writer or that's the problem with being a director. Like, look, man, you don't make your shit. You make somebody else's shit and you're hoping somebody picks you, pick me, please. Because, I mean, if you really, if you really wanted to make it in this world, you'd suck it up for a year or two, you'd save your money and you'd make your shit. Mm. That's what it takes. It takes money. You know, I mean, that's why... I, I caught some shit online like a a year ago when I told people don't chase your dreams. Only idiots chase their dreams. Finance your dreams. Mm. You know, chasing your dreams. I also believe that people that take big swings, you know, whether you want to be in sports, you want to be, you know, in one of these really, really, really high-risk, high-reward endeavors. Very competitive. Right? Yeah. You're a competitive person, but I think a lot of people... No, I'm saying the, those things are competitive. Of those course. Because, look, let's rewards. let's be real, right? Like... If you want to be a doctor, as noble as that is, there's a pathway to be a doctor. Right. And it's up to you to fuck it up. Right? right? Like, there's a pathway to be a doctor. You're going to go to school. You're going to get good grades. You're going to get into a graduate school. You're going to get good grades. You're going to pass gonna your boards. Cocaine. You're going to stay up all night. It would fucking shock people how much drugs most doctors are on. Well, the so Having worked in pharma sales, not so, to pivot out, it would nah, fucking shock people how many doctors are on copious amounts of narcotics. Well, the person who made up the thing where you like like the hours at like hospitals where you have to st- where you stay up like all night, like yeah. 
first of all, like you're becoming sleep deprived and becoming worse at what you're doing. And all, by the way, you're uh, handling people's lives. Yes. People's lives are at stake. Yes. But that guy was a coke addict. Bro, I used to take doctors out. We I'm would pretty be, sure there's a Ro- Rogan podcast where I, I heard about We it. would be out like, partying till 6 o'clock in the morning crazy. on like a Tuesday. I couldn't keep up. Yeah. Because like some of these doctors. Man, these guys go straight into the fucking office. Bro, they go straight. That, right? and, and being a GP is like the world's greatest job. Being a What's general a general practitioner where basically like you're a con man. You're a front for the insurance company. Like you come in and then you decide to send people to specialists. Like, oh, my, my nose hurts. I'm not going to fix you. This guy goes to an ENT. Ow, my arm hurts. This guy goes to an ortho. They just they just come in and they just ring the register. Just ring the register. Like that that's the one thing. Hear that kids be a GP. Yeah. Well, th- if we wanted to change the healthcare system tomorrow. Yeah. That's the first thing you get rid of. Like GPs. why why do I have to go I'm to my doctor? Why do I have to go to this general practitioner? For him to then send me to an ortho. Dude, I know my arm hurts. So why, why can't I just anyone, go to the ortho? Why don't you do that? Because you, you can't. Your your insurance won't cover it. Oh, you got to get recommended or something? So, yeah, you need a referral. Oh. Yeah, it, it, there's so much grift built into the system. It's bullshit. It's crazy. Yeah. My pop's a chiropractor. I think I might circumvent some of that shit. <laughs> I th- I, That's why I think I, I don't think as, as a pro athlete, you do. You get to you skip get a, you get circ- to skip some uh some steps. Skip Most people lines, don't get Yeah, you get you get to you get there. you get special treatment over here. Yeah. Yeah, so Oh man. I love special treatment. You get a lot of special treatment. <laughs> do you, are you aware special of the special treatment, treatment I wonder? Sick, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Special treatment's sick. What's yeah? You don't realize the special treatment you're getting until people start treating you normally, and then you're like, "This is unacceptable." Yeah, it's not. This normal <laughs> treatment is completely unacceptable. What do you mean I have to wait at a restaurant? What's line? going on no, here? No, no, no. I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I recorded. Excuse right me. Now, what? Too. What is this? Oh, that's your bill, sir. Yeah. Oh no, no. I don't. Yeah. No, I don't, no. This is. Oh, pe- Okay. Yeah, okay. you're welcome for my presence. Yeah, my presence is a present. Kiss my ass. <laughs> that's the bullshit about this system, bro. Like that's uh, yeah, what yeah, the get fuck? Get back on that soapbox. Yeah, I'm about to get back on that soapbox. Who said it? Fake LA Somebody. Yeah, but somebody said that shit too, man. They were like, "Fucking uh, man, it was." It's a very famous. When you're uh, rich, you get. They give you all the shit for free. That's it. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. I might have been Bob Dylan or somebody was waxing poetic, and they were like, "When I needed, when I needed bread, when I was starving, nobody would give it to me, and now." I have all the money in the world everything. and nobody will take it. Yeah. You know? It's man, like, man, life's, life's interesting like that. Isn't fuck. It? Get to the top. Everybody hangs out at the finish line. Everybody. Yeah. Women hang out at the finish line. Uh. The job you want is at the finish line. That's It's always there. This idea that like, you know, this idea of like, oh, you weren't with me shooting with the, in the gym. Nobody was, dude. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was. And then people want to keep it real and go back to the hood because, yo, these are the real ones. These are the people with me from the jump. And what happens? Take off, gets killed. Yeah, ass Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. What happens? I know. It's a shame. It's, it, there, there's, you know, it, this is the, the conundrum of this, right? It's, you know, even with women. It's very, very difficult with women, especially, like, you don't know who's, who's a ride or die. You don't know who's there because the only way you find out is to lose everything. That's just people in general, bro. And people, people lie. It's like People that lie. movie, The Invention of Lying. Like that's you know a great I mean? movie. It, it's it's such a great concept. I think it's mo- a great movies movie. are right. The, uh, concept. Awesome. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. But yeah. it's it it is a good movie. All right. It's not bad. It's British. It's very British. Yeah. But it's the concept's fantastic. I agree. Yeah. Maybe the execution was a little. Slow, yeah. Everyone could lie. Hokey. Every everyone. My my. Uh, and this, I I I think this is legit too. My grandpa used to say, "The world's a stage. The best actors get the best parts." 
And yeah, it's so maybe. fucking true. Maybe it's so fucking true. Maybe it's absolutely true. But there's there's a and problem with that too, though, right? Like, I mean, like we can we can also admit that there's a problem with that. One hundred percent. Right. Like one hundred percent. Again, go back to the government. We hate you know. You, our system is set up for the worst people to ru- to run our world. Right. Good people aren't in government. Why right. the fuck would they submit? Why would why would you put your family through what you have to put your family through to to you know? Because power, bro. Yeah, but that's so the type of people who would be willing to sacrifice their family for power are not the people that should be anywhere near power. Yeah, I think that was a thing. Like I th- I'm pretty sure even with the the Romans, they would like you would you were you were picked. You didn't campaign to be the like the emperor, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I think Caesar, like it was like his duty. It was considered your duty to, like, to would... name his replacement. Huh? Caesar would name his replacement. Right, but I think yeah. even Caesar was appointed. Like I don't think he like. I think no. they were like, "You're a dope ass uh, general." Oh, no you're about this consuls. Yeah. Shit, I'm wrong. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Cons- consuls would be appointed. That was highly political, and Caesar, because he lost his consulship decided fuck this i'm gonna march on rome and then destroy democracy and in, in uh all right so i got the wrong guy yeah well the thing is is like is democracy even a good system that's the know. like that like I, I, that's that's the real I, question i think all right so maybe it was uh george well, carlin about, has a great about, line about george washington yeah he didn't they were like be, you be the king and he yep. was like i don't uh, he's like I don't they literally offered the it to him they offered it i to think him. like a like there might be better with this, but like a regretful leader, we're like, I don't want reluctant. to do this. A reluctant, that was it. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, re- that dictionary on the, ah, on the shitter, bro. The that shitter dictionary. Do wait? Did people know that? Did we nah, talk about probably. That? Well, they well, you can go. They can go back to old episodes. And did find we talk that, about it? We did. We did. We did. Yeah. Well, Ger- Gerard's dad wouldn't let them have like magazines. Like I'd be reading Sports Illustrated. I'm a little shitter. older. It's a it's a it's a pre digital era. There was no cell phone yeah, on the shitter no back cell phones, then. Yeah, but uh, eventually when I got my only... Nokia, I was playing Snake on that bad boy. That was a game changer. Yeah. Well. For the majority of his his upbringing, he all he could read in the toilet was a fucking dictionary. That's all they let us have. Just, in there. If you're gonna read while you're taking a shit, you're gonna educate yourself, That's it. young man. <laughs> that's it. That's why I'm. I get. I get to hear all these fucking. That's why I know what the word defense straight means. Nah, that's not why. That's not why. There's a window there that. Yeah, but uh, and then you said you guys would hide magazines like contraband. It was. It would be yeah. It was like Rikers Island. We'd be rolling up uh, People magazine and putting it in the in the pipe that the blinds hung from, like <laughs> you know. And then yeah. It found. Yeah. Hey, what's this? It would be under you know. It would be under the uh. It'd be under the sink, like yeah, you know. In the, in the vents. Yeah, like yeah. way back deep in there, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, it would be deep in there, and we, you know, I'd, I'd get like a Muscle Mag or an FHM or something. Yeah, something for you to jerk off to. Yeah. Right? Oh, hey, look, muscle bro. Mag. You know, thin walls in a you know in a, in a small, yeah, very middle class house. Run the water. You'll yeah. be all right. Gerard, this is your third shower today. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get clean. <laughs> I'm a dirty boy. I'm a dirty boy. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's it, it's the truth. I, it, these are things you just don't know until you get. Like I had no idea how many adults are on cocaine all the time. Like I had no idea. I I I, I just you know. So that's about like the back to the doctor thing. Yeah, dude, these How doctors many adults are, are on fucked, cocaine bro. all the time. A lot of adults. Probably a lot every of annoying person. You know what's crazy? Cocaine's a a very expensive drug. So some of the most high functioning people you know are on either Adderall, which is basically meth, or coke yeah. nonstop. Really? Yeah, bro. Absolutely. Nonstop. A lot of people, man. A lot of people. A lot, a lot, a lot of people. Well, let's name some names. John Jones. <laughs> dude that's one of the greatest lines of all time when dc is calling him a junkie and he's like why are you 
why are you proud of that? He's like, I beat your ass after a night of doing blow, bro. Like, yeah. what? Come on, yeah. man. Is that better or worse? Is yeah. that better or worse, DC? And that's the thing, like, with John Jones, I'm sitting here like, that's not performance enhancing. He should be allowed to do whatever he wants. Go drink a it's beer and do a lot. How could it be? Coke? I don't know. I never done it. I think, well, you know what? Lawrence Taylor played pretty good. That's what I'm saying, bro. You get, maybe it does get you up a little bit. Yeah. It has a it has a numbing factor. You're definitely not feeling any pain. That's okay. for sure. Yeah. The night I got stabbed and I got my head busted open. Uh, well, I, we never told the stab story on here. Never told the stab story? Never told the stab story. I think this is a good time. Is this, the, is this a good time? Yeah, fuck yeah. All right. So I'm in Nashville. And Gerard got stabbed. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And we'll see you guys next week on Slick and Thick. <laughs> Uh yeah, we were uh we were performing at Zany's and we were hanging out with this dude named Jelly Roll, who at the time oh, was yeah. like an underground big fat guy, great rapper. That's right. But he's yeah. more than a rapper, or, yeah, he's, he's kind of like, like a, singer, he's a yeah musician. And I, yeah, he's a musician. Yeah, and like Save Me is one of it's an unbelievable song. Now he's got Son of a Sinner, which I think made it to number one. Like he's legit big now. Like he's so big you don't answer my text or calls anymore. Thanks, thanks, Jelly. Jelly, um, come on, bro. <laughs> hey, he's doing a podcast with Mickey Gall. So, come on, you know, Jelly. Yeah, we'd love to have you on, bit. Jelly. And we'd like to do Bunny's podcast, too. Jell, please. You ever see Jelly's wife? Bunny? Uh, I don't know. Bad. Pull up. Pull up. Coop. Don't be looking at Now Coop, he's pull never going to fucking pull call up, back. Pull up Jelly Roll. Don't, don't do that. Now he's, yeah, forget it. You just, you just, don't, don't. Can do we play it. Son of a Sinner? Can we play Son of a Sinner? If you want Jelly Roll in here, you will not put his wife Jelly. on. Jelly. Nah, you leave his wife Now, the alone. funniest thing about this is um, he is with. But I'm happy the big brother got a got him. Oh, he's nice crushing. Wife. He's uh, crushing, yeah, bro. I love it. Happy. I so I'm out guy. there with my brother. He's a fight fan, too. Oh, he's a, dude. So this is. So we were out there. We had these fighters out there that were living with Jelly. And I'm out there with uh, our manager at the time. My brother, Catfish Cooley, who I was touring with, unbelievably great guy, Catfish, who's coming out with some music of his yeah, own right now. You speak very highly Great of him dude, too. great dude. You know, people, he's very misunderstood. He's a very intelligent guy uh, who got some really bad who advice. Who's misunderstood, bro? Who's understood? Name one person who's understood. Fucking nobody. I think people get who Jeffrey Dahmer was. I think I think people kind of get that. I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't watched the whole new, uh, you think, new you, series. You think Hillary Clinton's misunderstood? I think I I think how could anyone be understood, bro? You think Mickey Gall's misunderstood? How could how could anyone be understood? Who what what do what are people uh, not getting about Mickey Gall? No, I just think about anybody. I I really think about. No, be anybody. specific to yourself. What what are people not getting about you? Um, I I don't I don't I don't know. I don't really know. Life is really be- hard being ridiculously ridiculously <laughs> good looking. What is this a center for ants? <laughs> I need a UFC I'm, gym at listen, least three listen, times listen. the size. Listen, I'm way smarter than I look. <laughs> well, I mean that's fair. You, I mean, you know. Um, but I mean, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit, but like, all right. Um, but so, you also try to dumb it down. You're way smarter than you are off the air. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let people in on the I'm real. Just silly. You dumb it. You dumb I'm, it down. I'm You're silly. way smarter I'm off air. I like to yeah. fuck around. But uh, so, I, th- I think. I think of it like this. Ready? If you or let's say let's say I know five hundred people. Let's say or you know one hundred people. Okay. Let's go, let's leave it at one hundred. All right. right. Um, Do you ever really then, know anybody? And though, then, Mickey? but then, and then, plus, think <laughs> I, you know we, how many fo- followers of people who think they know us and all that stuff yeah, like that, right? Yeah. All right. But let's say so. If my my mother's opinion, her perception of me is going to be different than. My father's gonna be different than my sister's gonna be different than yours is gonna be different than 
my friend Rich is going to be different than, and then of course, go further of further down the line sure. of people who uh, my, the perception of Coop, perception of Lewis. You know what I mean? Everyone's that's everyone's going to have their own individual perception yep, yep. of you. You know what I mean? Sure. So that's why it really doesn't matter what anyone's perception is or what anyone else thinks as sure. long as you know you're doing like the right thing and are, are being good to people and all that shit. Well, that's why I think it's very important that you give everybody a chance individually, right? So like, you know, when I posted that thing with Greg Hardy, people were like, do you know what he did? I'm like, no, I wasn't there. He's been cool to yeah. me. Good guy to me. Yeah. I Whatever. I mean, I don't know. Cool to me. Yeah. That was the hardest thing sitting down with Sammy Gravano. But Sammy Gravano's sitting here telling a story about murdering a dude. He's telling us a story yeah. in detail about assassinating this guy. And I'm sitting here going, well, I like this guy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm like, this guy's interesting. Yeah. You know, and, and like He's very interesting. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, man, this guy's funny. I'm like, this guy's killed 17 people. Yeah. Like yeah, th- that that dichotomy is very, very, 19, but yeah. very, very, uh, very difficult. It's a very difficult dichotomy. Yeah, but the, the I think at least the point is uh, like cause I even had friends be like, bro, like you like you get so much hate and like you just you just don't de- you don't deserve it. Yeah. bro. they don't know how like your character. They don't know sure. this that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's but to me, when I think about how there's going to be thousands of different perceptions and not one is going to be the same that. It, it, and everyone says it doesn't matter what people think, but if you think about it that way, it really doesn't fucking matter. You know I what I mean? I feel you, but I also it at really the same time, it, I just I just want to be like, yo, say it to his face. No, they never will. <laughs> like don't. They never will. Like just say they, it. Why do we care about Tony Soprano? Why do we care about the stuff people don't have the balls to say to your face? Yeah, because there's something in me that that goes. I know we like to be the we I like want, to be a human I, form oh, of karma. We I, like to sometimes be a, you gotta me, be oh, somebody's karma. Oh, let me be righteous. Go uh-huh. Talk about my boy Russ Corbin. Yeah. Talk about one of my boys. Yeah. Give me a reason. Come you know on what now. I mean? but it's, let me know, just it's crazy, let bro. me just let. Mm. Mm. Some sometimes you some, be le- karma, le- huh? some lessons gotta be taught, and lessons not learned in blood are soon forgotten. Oh, say that again. Some lessons have to be taught, and lessons not learned in blood are soon forgotten. Hey, what's that other one I like? A lesson uh, I learned in blood was I shouldn't drink bottles of whiskey at night oh, and do going, lines baby. of cocaine. That's a way to bring it back. What a professional. <laughs> You're a fucking professional. And that is here. a lesson that I learned. So talk Nashville. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, before, we're going to go back to Nashville. What's the other one I no, like? No, I'd love it Eatin if we just bread. did it. And we just bread. Yeah, we just keep we just, it. Throughout <laughs> people were like, what happened? I'm just like, ah, we're good, we're good. So, oh God. so uh, what was it? Eat For all I know, one of the, one of the kids that was in the house my, is is a gas digital fan, and they're like, I know what happened. Yeah, right. Shit, it might be Coop. They all looked Coop like Coop. They all, Coop. Coop was bigger than them all. They were all so tiny. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, eating bread is soon forgotten. Eating bread is soon forgotten. That's, that's my. That's, Let's unpack that. That's one of my father's favorite. Uh, one of my father's favorite sayings that it's I one suppose was one of his father's favorite sayings. My father. You know, grew up very Irish Catholic in Brooklyn, so they have all these idioms and, you know, these the, the Irish ditties, you know, yeah. and we all have our, you know, our, our sayings, your sayings <laughs> to, you know, go go about uh, your life your there. Your father sounds nothing like that. No, my dad my dad sounds like, uh, what is my dad? My dad sounds like, like fucking. Kind of like you with yeah, a little. Paulie Walnuts. A little more Tony Soprano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, you're he's a good guy. Gerard. Listen, Gerard. Uh, yeah, this guy. He's a real this this the fucking Jets the quarterback the quarterback <laughs> that's it he can't put he can't put a sentence together you believe this professional so quarterback eating bread is soon forgotten eating bread is soon forgotten you know what e- coop you know what eating bread is soon forgotten means eating bread is soon forgotten absolutely no idea you have no idea what do you think it means probably just 
Everyone has a short memory. Yeah, if you give somebody something, they have a very short memory of what you gave them, right? Eating bread is soon forgotten. You break bread with somebody, you do something good for Buy somebody. Buy them a meal. Yeah. Is, I guess more expression or you, you, you know, take them somewhere. No, it, but it, give them an opportunity, take them. But it means you just bring, did something for somebody. Yeah. You know, hey, look, I gave you this contact, this guy right here. I yeah. make, you make a sale for somebody. You know, this is a rule for life. This is the easiest way to get on my bad side. All right, and I and I is to eat his it, bread. He loves <laughs> carbs. Love this he fucking loves guy. Carbs. Yeah, people don't know that Mickey's a fat shaming piece of shit. Yeah, well, Not- who's down? Who's <laughs> down about fucking twenty five pounds since knowing oh, me? Oh well, huh? no, way more than that. Yeah? Way more. How yeah. much? I don't know, but it's pickleball, not you. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> nah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, definitely. You, you know, watching you eat clean, and then I can't sit here go eat. Nah, fine, whatever. I'll just eat yeah, you can eat nine cheesesteaks when I. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can, but I just don't eat the buns anymore. I wish, I wish somebody would have just told me it was the buns this whole time. You could have three cheeseburgers, just don't eat the buns like that. Could you imagine looking at a cheeseburger saying the hey, bun is the problem car- here? Carbs are good for you too. As no, a, I go a with performance I, athlete. That as helps you. as the great Michael Chandler says, carbs are the enemy. Carbs so, are the enemy. Carbs are the enemy. So does fat bastard said that. <laughs> the other other white meat. The uh yeah, so going back to uh eating bread is soon forgotten. Listen, if somebody does something for you, okay, people listening to this, and I want to talk to the younger generation specifically, Gen Z, you fucking Mongols you who who fucking have no idea how to live in this fucking world properly. If somebody does something for you, reciprocate. Okay, if somebody hooks you up with something and it makes you money, hey, this is my buddy, John. He's looking for life insurance and you get that sale, a bottle of wine, a six pack of beer, a little fucking card. It doesn't have to be wealthy. All right. The amount of people that are under 30 years old who show up to our apartment when we have a party and don't bring something, I fucking Whoa. hate them. I hate them. Like who? I'm, I'm not going to call them out. They tend to be your friends. Really? I'm not Because my friends, I have the conversation. I have the conversation. Well, bro. Because I say, know, hey, you know, I, I know, know. I know don't you be, probably I don't, don't like know. Don't be lumping me I'm my just friends saying. I'm just saying. Don't be lumping me I'm then. just saying. You show you up. You haven't unsaid that I'm not. You got to tell you, me I'm not lumped. You have Unlumped. a bottle of wine in your hand. An Entenmann's cake is a nice fucking move. If you don't yeah. know if somebody is, uh, if you, if you, like, it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah, bring some flowers when bring you go to someone's flowers. house. Bring some flowers. Bring some flowers. That's a nice move. Bring some flowers for the bring missus or whatever. Bring some flowers. Yeah, bring some, even like, and it's also, a, it's a good move because, like, let's, you, what you, what you should, you bring, like, let's say you're going to a place, bring something that you would like. Yes. So, worst case, they got shit you don't That's like. Right. You get to eat that shit. Yes. And you look cool because you got something in your hand. You don't walk in. But double end. it. The other thing I don't like is don't bring six beers for yourself to the party. Oh, if you're going to no, drink no, six no. beers, oh, you yeah, bring yeah. 12, of okay? Course, of course. Of like, course. this is, this shit dry. Coop, how old are you, man? 22. Coop, you're 22? When you go to a party, do you bring something? Well, not like a fucking college frat no, party house party. Fuck that. Like, we're talking- you start right away. You don't show up empty fucking handed. But if you can't be walking Unless down you're going to pay $5 fucking, at the door. He's, he's only been of age for like a year, bro. Yeah, this ain't no funky reggae party, bro. $5 at the door. Well, I also Hey, don't- but you know what counts if you're going to a college party? You know what you Stop really bring. Stop pointing your fucking finger at me. I'm pointing over you to coop, all right? All right? You fuck. Jay, a guy puts on a fucking leather jacket one time. He thinks he's a pro fighter, this fucking guy. The, uh... <laughs> You know what you do bring if you're going to a college party, Coop? No, no. I want my, my Bitches. college now. 
Well, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's what you bring. That's what you bring. That is a good one. You don't show up with dudes. You, you know what? You know what? Beer bitches, have a proper bro. ratio. Come on. Come on. Rock, we got to have a ratio. It's a five to one, bro. Yeah, bro. A good yeah. rule of thumb that I have is if I ever have to borrow money from someone, I'll give it back doubled. So it's like it also kind of helps me not take or borrow that much money. He's like and a then big it's guy. That's he fine. Gives, he yeah. puts a self-imposed big. Here's the thing, though. Never, never borrow money from anybody you're friends with. That that's the quickest way to end a friendship. Can't borrow money from people you're friends with. You know, just it don't mix. That's right? like that Chaz Palm and Terry rule. So if you don't like someone, lend them some money, and then if they're ducking out out, out on you, shit, that twenty dollars, and they'll and they don't they'll be ducking you. Our forever. boy Chaz. Chaz so said what? one of the coolest things he ever did was after he signed his deal with. Uh, he, he said this to us at dinner after the podcast. It, if after he signed his deal with De, De Niro and he sold the rights to Bronx Tale. First thing he did was started calling everybody in his family and his friends and asking for $5,000. Hey, I'm really hard up. Can you hit me with $5,000? Can you hit me? Nobody said anything. So then he knew that as soon as he got off, they wouldn't everyone have a said, foot to stand on to ask so like him for nothing. Everyone said, no, I can't give yeah. you. Or, or no this, no that. Yes. So that he knew when he had all the money. They, what, he would have never, ta- he he never taken it. He was just preempting them. That when I when this movie comes off and I'm the biggest thing in the world and I'm gonna be because I'm don't be I, asking me for money, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you got you got no leg to stand on here. Yeah. Don't ask me for nothing. Wow. You told me no. That was hardcore. Yeah. Chaz P's a don, bro. A fucking, he's a real uh, don. You know he's Kalogero. His yes, real name definitely. is Kalogero. Oh, I, I didn't know that was his real he name. He is Kalogero. That's semi-autobiographical. That I, know, I know that. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's some fucking art of war shit. That's some fucking... Chaz that's some P. Chaz, that's Chaz playing chess. Chaz. It's Call him chess Yeah, now. you play you play Chaz, <laughs> not checkers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chess. so eating bread is soon forgotten. Eating bread is soon forgotten. You do something for somebody, and you think two years you're going to collect on that, uh, watch. Forget about it. Watch. Never show up anywhere empty-handed. That bothers me to no end. And I don't care how broke you are. Show up with with, with a Snickers or something like that. I, yeah. Just don't show up empty-handed. This whole generation goes to places with nothing Bring but their... Bring a fucking, yeah, a, a thing of soda. Not, yeah, there's nothing that makes you look worse. It's it's just a classy move. Yeah, and you know I, what? We don't I know, know class. gas digital our, uh, audience... They could probably use our little class. They could class. We could class it up a little bit. Yeah, we could class it up. Class it up now. That being said, that being said, all these little tip things. Like, why the fuck am I tipping the person at Best Buy? What the fuck am I tipping the person at Best Buy for? Can you help me with this? Like every every single thing has leave a fifteen percent, twenty percent, twenty five percent tip. Yeah, everything. Fifteen. The gas station attendant. I got to tip the gas station for 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 buying. And you know, I'm very generous, like tipping wise. Yeah, almost stupid. Almost stupid. I've heard yeah. that before. Yep. But I think if you give it out, it comes it, it, back. I, I got to be honest, too. Um, if you're going to tip 40%, at least ask me if we're splitting the fucking bill because <laughs> what, the, what the shit? Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> well, well uh, shit, what the fuck was I going to say? Uh, I'm going to start, preem- right, here was. I'm if, gonna if start preempting a, you know, and writing like, zero and be like, like Mickey sometime, tipped. Sometimes there's like a 15, like the 15 is the... Is the first one, yeah. And if you got ordered like a hundred dollars worth of food, sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure. It's like I, but I just went and picked it up myself. Like, that's it's, nuts. It's going. Is this? Does this go to the guy who just hands me the food? Nuts. Is that who it goes to? That's insanity. Or does it go to the kitchen on pickup? Maybe if it's, you know what I mean. Like, it, it's for a waiter. Yes. It's supposed to be for a waiter. There's no one's waiting on me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of it's fucking stupid. It's nuts. I agree. 
Yeah, I'm talk, I'm, so I'll go in there and I digitally I'll put in like I'll yeah. give him like a five or I'll give him like a ten or you know what I mean like I'm not sure. I just cock blocked myself the other night with the the bartender I'm talking to because I got into it with her jokingly at Aww. first and then we really got into it Aww. when I'm like, wait a minute, you you think I hate to hear about your cock and block, buddy, <laughs> dude. It, I I can't handle this. She's talk she's complaining to me about how people don't tip and I'm like, oh that's terrible. And she's like, this guy. She's a bartender. She's a bartender. So she should be getting tipped. Of course, but she's also we got into it a little bit. Got into the at the, least two dollars. We got into the depths of it, and here's the thing: if you're selling, she's she works in a nice place. If she's selling. Ten dollar beer, I gotta give you two dollars. Oh, see, that's a little tough. to pop the top they of the should, beer and hand it to never me. Make it. They should. They should make their prices like eight, so I can just give you a ten. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Or yeah. Or so, if, they're, if they're smart and they if they make it six, they're probably getting a four dollar tip. But wait, you, wait, I, I don't understand. Like, I mean, even even filling up the thing on, in the draft, you're at least doing a little bit of work. Just hand me the beer and I'll pop the top myself. Like what? What am I giving you well, two you bucks gotta, for? You gotta here? give him like a, all right. You gotta give him like a dollar or two for the hand. What I'd like to do the is hand, give you five and like you know throw it away. Yeah, like here's five. Thanks for your time. I'm gonna get a couple of these. Yeah. You know, but like, I got I gotta give her two dollars because the beer's on. So now my every Miller Light's twelve bucks. Yeah. That's a lot. I'm not yeah. sixty bucks for. It makes me not want to go out. It makes me want to get a six pack and sit at home. And that's what she said. She was like, if you can't afford to tip and stay home, I was like, I can't afford. It just drives me out of my mind. So I got to hand you $2 for reaching into the cooler and handing me yeah. – like, am I nuts? Tell me in the comments below if I'm if I'm being cheap here. Tell me in the comments below if I'm being nuts because I think – I'm sorry. Like, we've gotten a little out of hand on the things we should be tipping for and the things we don't tip for are nuts. I don't know. All right, and before you guys get mad, and stab story. <laughs> the stab story. Okay. Yeah, now – what do you know and what do you not know about the stab story? Me? Yes. I'm all right. Well, I guess I might give a little bit of the bullet. Just go for it. A Let's see. A little bit of a spoiler. Ah, you, tell you tell tell the story through uh, you because you're out, a good storyteller, uh, and then out, I'll, I'll fill in the blanks. You was out in fucking Nashville, and you're Nash Vegas is incredible. Around, bopping around with uh, Jelly Roll, y'all just rolling all over town. That's right. Doing your thing. Two big husky fellas. No, no, no. With around. with Catfish and his whole crew. And he had... Uh, Why did you let me tell about five seconds of the story? Well, I'm going to no, fill in the blanks. Oh, I like it. I'm kidding. I'm so he's... Uh, this was... He was like on... Right at one million subscribers on YouTube. And he was going to throw a big party. Yeah, he was going to throw throw a big party um, that night, right? Okay. At his studio. And, uh, you know, I guess he had put up on, you know, his... Uh, IG story and and we were with him like picking up stuff for the party and stuff like that rolling around with his crew he has this you know giant truck like blasting through Nashville and I guess some girls saw it and they started like DMing me and I was like yeah roll through to the party roll through to the party yeah and then the night goes on and they're not there and then they start DMing us but over the course of that night we had started getting fucked up uh-huh. capital F yeah like bottle of Maker's Mark to the head you know too much booger they sugar. They're big boys. They could drink. Bro, heavy. And it got even worse where there were some dudes that were fighters. And after we were all drinking, Catfish is like, my boy can fight. My boy can fight. Psycho and they man. started like human cockfighting between me and Jelly Roll's crew. But like we got everybody pushed. And then we're in the middle of the fucking. Uh, so it's like a studio, but it's a house where his studio is. And this is like a living room slash green room. And we moved the furniture and it starts with like me and his security detail, and I start throwing around his security detail, and then Jelly's getting pissed off, and he's putting more money down, 
and so you're beating up Jelly Roll secured. Yeah, 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 and like grappling them, grappling like, and like okay. yeah, like wrestling, not like not not, not like bare knuckles, right. right? And I keep hitting them with a cement mixer, and Jelly Roll's getting mad as hell. He's like, "You're doing the same thing every time," and then I'm like doing a little inside trip, little Sotogari action. And so then there's a dude, George. I forget his name. Really cool dude. Uh, but he trained with like Conor he McGregor. Offered you a job. You could have been security and opened up for his ass. So what's wild? A good fit. Yeah. So George knows his shit. But you like, were looking at his wife, and now it's fucking. <laughs> It'd be hard not to. Uh, George George trained with McGregor, and like he was like living with Jelly Roll, cooking for him and stuff like that. Really, really cool dude. And we grappled, and um. I took him down, and then then we got to the big dude, Maui the Don, Samoan motherfucker, massive dude, and we start grappling. Bigger than me? <laughs> Thicker, probably your height, kidding. but thick, thick. I was kidding. Yeah, Samoan. I assumed the Samoan was yeah, way bigger thick. than me. Yeah, thick. And we start grappling, and, and this dude's one. I'm getting tired, and this dude's got some heavy hands, heavy arms, and uh, we start rolling around a little bit and his piece falls out and just starts rolling around so everybody hits the deck because his piece just starts flying around the, the the room and so that like clears up everything and i'm like all right fuck it and i go to look at my phone and my phone's been exploding and these girls are like hey what's up are we coming you're not answering so then i hit them up i was like yo we about to leave here what are you doing and they're like come over to our place uh. i'm like fuck yeah let's go so me and Fish are supposed to go over there, but Fish gets he's he's all passed out. So I get him an Uber and like carry him to the Uber and then I take the Uber over to these girls' place thinking it's just like me and these these girls. Like, why not? Right. And I go there, bro, and it's a whole ass college party. Whole right. ass college party. So I'm like sitting here rolling up in like thirty four years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I go in there and the girl's like, Oh my god, you came. And I'm like, bro, I gotta go. And I'm hammered, but I'm like, yeah. I can't be here. And they're like, no, 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 come in, come in. My friend really likes you. Come in. And I got if you. I was anything less than like beyond hammered, I would have been like, nah, this is ridiculous. I yeah. got to get out of here. So I go in there, and these dudes do not want me there at all. And it, it putting myself in their shoes, I wouldn't want, like if, if this was my college party or some shit, some 34-year-old dude like rolled in, like what yeah. the fuck, get the fuck out of here, weirdo. Uh, so they like start talking shit, and I'm like, all right. Like how so? I don't remember exactly. Pretty fucked up. But I, I started talking shit back and they didn't like it. And I remember telling them. Yeah, you're pretty good at talking shit. I remember telling the one dude, I was like, bro, why, you shouldn't be worried about me being here. You should be worried about fucking how bad you are, how bad your game is that your girls are DMing me while you're here, bro. Like, with, like you're mad at the wrong thing. You need to take yeah. a look in the mirror, bro. So one thing leads to another and these dudes kick me out of the house. But me being fucked up, I'm like, ask me nicely and I'll leave. Ask me nicely. And then they try to like push me out. I was like, you motherfuckers are never going to get me out of here. Ever. So I'm principal. You're, you're like, never, I'm not moving. You're literally. I'm yeah. like, all you got to do is ask me nicely. Yeah. And then like, I'm like smacking these dudes, laughing and shit like that. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like everybody has a fight story. It's like 20 dudes, but it was seriously. It was like these 15 college kids getting angry as hell. And I was like smush facing them, yeah. these little kids. and like they're. So we realized that, uh, so you know how people ask the question, like how many fifth graders could you? A lot. And like, yeah, like a I lot. say, like infinite amount. A lot. But uh, I guess uh, 20 college guys with yeah. knives. <laughs> so what here, it's but this 20. is what happened. So like, they're starting to get like real legit, starting to throw yeah. like punches and shit. And I'm like letting, I'm like, bro, you're going to hurt your hand. Like, and I'm very cognizant of the fact, like I can't hurt these kids. Even though as fucked up as I was, I was like, I'm not going to be the dude that, you know, breaks a kid's face. One kid hits me, I'm buzzsawing the entire Yeah, but I party. shouldn't have been there. And I, I, I shouldn't have been there. 
And so Hit this beautiful face. <laughs> oh, the poor the poor girls of Nashville, the broken hearts. Unbelievable. Bro, and I shit you not, like a fucking movie. I'm like, these dudes are pushing me and I'm like smushing their face and I'm like basing down and I'm like prone like this. And how much you weigh in now? Dude, at the time I was I was like a hundred pounds heavier. I was so probably I was, was I was getting I was like three ninety, bro. I was getting close. Yeah, I was big geez, shit. She wears it well, but big. I was big. You still three hundred pounder? What? I'm like two ninety. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, but I'm sorry to see it go. Thanks, man. Yeah, but I was. I'm still gonna call you a three hundred pounder. I was. Yeah, no, dude. I was heavy, heavy. You're gonna and be getting. You're gonna keep going down, bro. Two sixty five. Yeah. Get back to the fighting weight. Make heavyweight. So the, uh, dude, like a fucking movie. I see it. I can still see it, like, right now, because, like, time stopped, and I remember thinking in my mind, because I was, like, kind of having fun, but also, like, not, but I'm, like, kind of having fun, and I remember time stopped, and I went, oh, fuck, this is not good, and this dude, like, jumped over the pile of, like, these people that were trying to push me out, and he had the handle of a fucking thing of fireball, full glass thing of fireball, and he fucking... Bam! Bro, that's Smoked terrible. Me in that's my alcohol head. abuse, <laughs> dude. So wasting cr- alcohol right there. Fuck cracked my fuck cracked fuck my skull. I needed. Oh, I guess that's bad. Too. I needed sixteen staples. I guess that's bad. That now I got blood everywhere. Now now they can get me out of the house. And yeah. now they're coming around me. And next okay, thing, you asked me. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't nicely, but yeah. you asked. Ne- next next thing I know, I'm ah ah fuck, dude. And I and somebody fucking pulled a knife Someone's and I got stabbed. I got stabbed six times. Now the craziest thing is. I do like a live hammer and should have never done it. And I'm like, yo, these fucking guys are trying to kill me. Does that still exists anywhere? Probably. No, nah, that's probably out there. I wouldn't want to see it, but All it's right. it's probably out there. Um, well, I would. So if anyone out there <laughs> finds it, send it to me. Yeah, it ain't it ain't Don't great. Yeah, it ain't great. It's not a good look. So you're like showing your stab wounds and shit? No, I'm like incoherent. I'm I have like a, a 3.0 blood alcohol level. I probably have a fucking eight ball in me, and fucking I'm also rhino. and I'm literally. My head, my skull is broken. That's open. just dangerous to people having you running around that intoxicated. Not bro. good, bro. Well, that's the big problem. That's You're why, a and that's why I don't, I don't do whiskey or drugs anymore because most people pass out like gentlemen, yeah. and I just turn into a nonstop life ruining machine. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's that's did why. You, did you topple over any cars stumbling out? So here's <laughs> the thing, bro. I I got an Uber, and knocked it over. The Uber saw me, and I'm a bloody fucking mess. Yeah. Like I I look like Mick Foley after he got thrown off the you fucking get a cage. Nice cleaning fee on that one. Yeah. They called the cops and I I must have passed out, probably about to die from blood loss and I wake up to a cop like kicking me on the ground with nice. his with his hand on his pistol going, "Whose blood is that? <laughs> Whose blood is that? Who did you eat? Who did you eat? <laughs> Where's the rest of them?" <laughs> so, yeah, I end up uh, refusing the the uh, ambulance, the cops follow. I got into Uber. The Uber was so scared. <laughs> how, many people, how many people did you eat tonight? <laughs> I just wanted to watch a movie. I just, I just, I just want to watch a movie. So uh, <laughs> big old Dahmer. Yeah. Dahmer so I, I, I go back to the Airbnb, and the cops like break down the door of the Airbnb, and like Catfish is like, "What's going on here? What's going on?" They broke the. Yeah, because I refused. I refused the help, and they thought I was going to die, and I probably would have. I probably would have. So wait, so, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I, I missed this part. So they broke down the door of, of the Airbnb. They How followed they me back to the Airbnb. What, you got, I got you got into the Uber. The Uber let you in? Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. That's weird. Yeah, and she, you know, was and a, they broke down the door. Yeah, they kicked in the door, and they were like, "You have to go to the uh, 
Now here's the wildest thing. And you knew you had stab wounds. But you were like, I, yeah, I didn't, didn't penetrate. Dude, but I, I, but I'm not coherent. I don't like. Okay, I'm okay, fucked, okay. bro. Like okay. I'm fucked. Okay. Like you know gotcha. what I'm saying? Like yes, I'm like yes. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm dying. Yeah. You know so. But you're yeah you're you're whacked beyond your your fucking yeah you're, and that but that's gone. all but you're yeah so out. like this is this is that you know that rock bottom moment everybody talks about this is it you know when they couldn't get me on the gurney they had to they had to bring another fucking they had to get catfish wake him up and they had to get another the three of the you're talking like four grown men to get me on this fucking gurney I'm dead weight and I'm oh. too fucking heavy so they get me on the gurney they cut all my clothes off. Which was wild. So I'm sitting in when I went to leave the hospital the next day. I had no clothes, nothing. I had to take I had to take an Uber to uh, I had to call a Walmart in advance. I, I had to buy stuff from the Walmart online. And you're 390, so that's the only place you had to get a tent. I had to get a tarp. I had to get a tarp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's brutal. And they 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 were they made me sign this waiver because I had a flight. And they they wanted me to stay in in the hospital for a week, and I'm like, I can't afford this. You were in there for I'm how a comedian. long? <laughs> how long were you in the hospital? One Twelve day. hours. That's it. Yeah, and they were. And they, they would know, have patched up your fucking staples. Stab wounds, staples. Stapled your head. Stapled your belly. Staples. Yeah, yeah, and that's that. And then uh, so that was the deal I made with God. I was like, I'll never drink again. If I'll never drink hard alcohol again if you, <laughs> <laughs> if you see me through this. And yeah, you said like that in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. You realized shit was starting to go. Bro, I was drinking. Back. I was drinking so much, bro. I was drinking. I mean, we were doing three shows a week, and I was drinking a bottle of whiskey a show. Wow. Like, like I was probably going through legit. I was going through like two bottles of of bullet bourbon a week Sheesh. to the head, and then on top of like twelve beers just to chill. Yeah. You know, a night. I'm talking. Yeah. So yeah, man. You know, and, and like. It's weird. Nobody tells you you got a problem while you have a problem type of a deal. Like, everybody loves you, but, like, that's why I feel for my ex. My ex fucking, you know, she put up with a lot, dude. And, like. And you ate her. And I ate her. <laughs> that's, why she, that's why she stuck around. <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, yeah, man, it's, you know, when you're, when you're gaining all that weight, too, like, nobody stops you, like, on the way up. And they're like, bro, you're putting on a lot of weight. Like, yeah. nobody, like, nobody, like, you look. At, I swear to I swear to God, it's like and there's you you know you're dealing with depression and you're dealing with some other mental shit in there too. But it's literally like you wake up one day and you're like, did I gain fifty pounds? Like what the fuck happened here? Yeah, you don't see it while it's happening. You wake up and you're like, you don't feel your life unraveling until you like wake up and you're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, you know, like it's a wild thing. I I don't know how to. I wouldn't I wouldn't wish depression on my worst enemy. Yeah, it's a whole like there's. I don't Entire think I've blackout ever been periods. I've been sad, but I don't think I, I'm not. I, I don't think that's. I'm yeah, I, there's a there's a very different thing. Yeah, very different thing. Like, have have you ever? You've never in your in your life thought about suicide once. Never. never not even. It hasn't even I mean, like, like crossed your mind. I've, yeah, I've been standing on tall buildings, like man, if I jumped off of this shit, I'd be fucked. But like, never thought like I'm gonna kill myself. But you never thought for a second like, whatever is beyond this is better than this. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Only I. That level of despair is something that can't be described. It can only be experienced. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you, you don't. It, it's a really easy thing to be like, oh, you know, just fucking work out or just do this or just do that. Like, it's hard for people to understand what it's like to like wake up, and be genuinely sad that you did. Yeah. It's a very difficult thing to explain to people that have never experienced it. Like. 
what it's like to start feeling yourself unravel. Like it's something so small and you know it's so small and you know it's insignificant, which makes it worse What's because so you small? can't – something can happen. Something can trigger oh, you. Okay. And it's so small and it's so petty and it's so insignificant that it's actually worse because, you know – you can't talk to anybody about it to be like, dude, quit being a bitch. Like, fucking just get over it. Who gives a shit? But, like, yeah. you fester on it, and then your self-worth gets tied to it. And it's like to get out of these holes is like climbing a ladder. And it's right. it's like climbing a rock ledge. Like, it takes everything just to get a step up towards being healthy. And then you slip, and you slide all the way down to the bottom of the ledge, right back to where you were. It's a tough thing, man. So what what would you say to someone who's, if someone was going through that, what would your advice be? Uh, there are tools available for help. Therapy helps. But you got to find the right therapist because bad therapy is just is worse than no therapy. Yeah, yet. there's C student doctors and D student 100%. doctors. One hundred percent. And yeah, therapy yeah. is like a relationship. Not every relationship works. You got to find like somebody that like gets you, vibes with you, you understand. And the worst thing is when you're intelligent, man, or you're at least semi intelligent, because there's nothing fucking worse in this world than finally being vulnerable enough to be like, all right, fuck, I need help, fuck, dude. And then talking to somebody and being like, am I fucking smarter than you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus, what a waste of fucking time. Like, dude, um, the biggest thing you can do is understand everybody goes through it even if nobody talks about it. And if you can nip it in the bud before absolute rock bottom, you're so far fucking ahead of the game. Athletes are the worst. Athletes, guys that, you know, especially baseball players that I know, guys that I lived with, because you just your entire life changes overnight. And you go from this incredibly structured environment where you're around like-minded people, you're around teammates, and you, you have... like a, when your career is done. Yeah, it's just over. Yeah. And then there's no more teammates. Right. And there's no more like-minded people. And there's no more goal to achieve. Yeah. And there's no reason for discipline. You know, like... Part of the reason you you go off the deep end and you start eating like shit is because fuck I never I never yeah, got to eat like yeah. shit, yeah. and what good did it do me? That's the other thing. You start resenting your body, you start resenting yourself for failing you. Yeah, like fuck, dude. Like I I never I never drank fucking during the week when I was playing. If I had a day off, we'd have a couple drinks or whatever. But nah, fuck it. Like. <laughs> What 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 do I what am I not what am I what do, yeah, yeah why why not what am I hitting the gym tomorrow yeah well you should hit the gym and then you go to the gym and you sit there and you got a whole plan for this workout and you're like what the fuck am I doing this hard ass workout for right fuck it feels good it feels good after bro fuck when you get, bro when you like bro I'd be crazy if I couldn't like like be physical do physical things like I feel yeah myself get crazy and plus when you're like I always I always and I believe. And, Cause I feel it. You, the first few minutes working out mm -hmm. sucks, but then once you're past those few minutes, you you got a fucking high going. Sure, you sure. got a high going for sure, bro. I'm telling you, go bust out, go bust out twenty push-ups, bust out uh, some pull-ups or some something. One hundred percent. By that second, third set, you're like, I got a fucking pump. Like I'm feeling, whoa, for dude, real. You know what I but mean? But you so also never good. had a real job in your life. So after I got done with baseball, I felt that slip. And that slip is what brought me into jujitsu and MMA. Mm -hmm. And then I got really heavy into that. And then that was replacing baseball for me. And I got really good at it. I was being competitive at it.
But then I felt myself like, oh, am I going to do another pro career? In retrospect, I wish I would have seen what I could do. Yeah. I wish I would have, but I had a good job. You know, and I can't go into the doctor's office. You know, I think black eyes. And I literally would have black eyes and chipped yeah. teeth, and they'd be yeah. like, "What are you doing? Yeah. And I, Do you owe people money?" Like, yeah. No, <laughs> they're like, "Well, look, we have, we have standards to keep here at, sure. at Pfizer. We only, we only kill children with <laughs> our. <laughs> we don't, we don't MMA dogfight. We just put experimental medications inside yeah. third world people. No, so yeah, so then you get a day job, and you're making good money for the first time in your life." But all you do at that stage then is you're sitting and you're eating, and, and you, I, when and you I, go out with other people, you're I sitting and you're you eating. Keep, keep going, but I feel like you're all. This is a very. This is all is very personal. No, nah, th- no, dude. My story, I'm, my story is not atypical. It's okay, not atypical. Okay, but I'm thinking someone who might be listening to this probably wasn't a former professional athlete. Sure, but it doesn't matter. They had something. Okay. And then so that something changes. Depression is is the or maybe yeah maybe they had an like an idyllic. Like is that a right word? Ideal ver- like uh, picture or version in their head, and then sure. it's strayed from the path, and that's kind of what leads to. It the could, path. but it could be a death in the family. It could be any, any traumatic event could trigger whatever. Okay, but it's also changing environment and and not understanding the change in environment, right? Like you go from, like let's say you're 20 years old, 22, 23, easy to work out because all your friends are working out. Right. You know, you want to hang out with somebody like you're playing basketball, you're playing like intramurals, whatever, right? Yeah. As an adult. You gotta seek that shit out. You you know you gotta find people who are active because most of your friends are either in a in, in a working environment where they're working sixty hours a week or you know they they're married and they have kids and now you know that's what they're doing on the weekends. They don't have time for this. So you have to actively find active people. Otherwise, your life becomes very sedentary. You're sitting there. You sit an hour in your car, in traffic, or you sit an hour on the fucking subway. Then you go to your job and you sit for eight hours. Then you sit an hour back. Now, you've already spent 10 hours of that day on your ass. You're like, all right, well, get up and hit the gym early. You're tired. You don't want to wake up two hours early, and then you don't want to be sore the whole rest of the day. All right, hit the gym after. I will hit the gym after, except traffic took a little bit longer, and then this fucking this girl hit me up, and I'm on hinge. And there's always a fucking something. Gotta do it. You gotta fucking do it. it. You have to do it. Yeah. So one of the things I would say to the people, like you said, you have, but you have to find people. That are doing it too. That's why I used to make fun of CrossFit. I'm like, this is the dumbest shit in the world. It's not. You're not paying for the CrossFit. You're you're paying to be in that community. You're paying to be around right. those like-minded people. Right, right. Finding that community is the number one thing that can stem that that tide. Mm-hmm. Finding people, you know, and and you have people in your life that have struggled with addiction and depression, right? Like, sure. get away from the people. Sure. Get away from the people that are doing this. And get around the people that are doing that in the in the simplest terms possible. Right. Get away from the people that are doing these things that are killing you, and get around people that are doing things that won't kill you. That's the yeah. easiest way to do it. Like you're friends with a lot of MMA fighters. You go to the gym because there's a social aspect to that as well. Right. There's a camaraderie. One hundred percent. You're yeah. excited to go to the gym because I can't wait to see X Y Z. It's one of the things I love about pickleball. Now that I got friends that are at the courts, I can't wait to see these dudes. Yeah, it's almost weird. Like I, I'm like, hey, I want to invite these guys out for a beer, but is it weird? What if they say no? Like you know what I'm saying? Like these Aww, are my boys. Like I like dude. these guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like, cool with pickleball. That's and that's important. All right, so so if, if someone's depressed, maybe go hop on a pickleball court. Dude, it it's it, it but 
It's a fun little exercise. I, I don't I I don't want you to take this lightly. There's a reason soldiers fucking kill themselves. Twenty two. No, I don't take this shit. Twenty live. twenty what the twenty two, it's what is it, twenty two soldiers a day attempt yeah. attempt suicide? What do you think is that trauma? Coop, I don't want to get that one wrong, but I I did a I did a uh please look that up. I did a I think you're right, fundraiser for a group called the Twenty Two. I think you're correct in the number, and I think, and you t- tell me what you think. Is it from the lack of camaraderie where they're they got that? Bo- I've, like, I've spoken to them. I don't want to I don't want to speak for them, and I don't want to minimize what they went through and say that my I experience mean, is anything no, like that. We all respect those are yeah. the true badasses, the ones who go and fight in wars. Fuck, for sure, man, it's not the same. Toughest thing there is. But it's it's the there's two things. It's it's the sudden drastic change of environment. Right. Probably the trauma. There's a lot of trauma. You're seeing some PTSD. There's a lot of trauma. And then there's the the loneliness. Let's just call it like I'm just I'm just gonna call it loneliness. You go from being in a group dynamic with like minded people who care about you and need you to being alone. Yeah. And having nothing. Coop, we is it twenty two? I have a couple of conflicting reports. It says here 44 via Wikipedia, but then... A day? Yeah, but then Tazdaw.org says 22 suicides a day. So I think 22 is is the best. That's I mean, but 22 suicides a day is... What is that? 7,000 suicides a year? Those dudes should be set up for life after serving... 7,000 a year. ...country and whatever they're... So... That's approximately 8,030 a year. Jesus. And that's us failing them. That's us being like, all right, well, thanks. Thanks for your service. Good luck working, you know. You you used to, I mean, think about self-worth. Self-worth, dignity is a real thing, man. Hell yeah. And people were like, dude, quit being a bitch. Dignity is a real thing. You know, it's like, hey, man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was taking batting practice with Albert Pools. Now I got to fucking listen to this five foot five, 150-pound motherfucker screaming at me for not hitting my sales numbers. Yeah. Like, I could, dude, I could kill you with this cup. Yeah. I got to listen to you scream at me. Dignity, it's a weird thing. You know, I mean somebody's running somebody somebody in the army. I mean, just think about it. You know, they're they're being entrusted to maintain million dollar tanks or, you know, they're guiding 50 million dollar missiles remotely via drone and now they get out of the army and they're working at Bucky's. And right. they're just they're they're supposed to feel fulfilled. Yeah. They yeah, you know. It's tough. They, they, you know, they're they're living in a they're living in a in a barrack with twenty other badass dudes who 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 they he can count on and and that you know count on him and now he's he's in a one bedroom right. in fucking Cleveland and he's supposed to feel like you know oh, I can't I can't wait to wake the up the next is, day. What do you think the move is from there? Set a fucking set a a mission, set a mission and start uh, like how you said in the beginning. Don't chase your dreams, finance your dreams. But I think oh yeah, time use your fucking. Don't Some chase your dreams, you finance your dreams. Go start chasing. Have a plan. Do something that fulfills you. Try and find something that fulfills you. I know it's not easy for everyone. And think about you. What the fuck's And you're one of the most positive people I've ever met. You know, your your outlook on life makes me feel healthier. It's good being around you. Your your energy is is magnetic. Mm. You know, finding somebody like you that's a positive influence is, is something. It's not a small thing, right? But at the same time, knowing you when you have a fight to look forward to, and knowing you when you don't, it's, di- it's a different. You're kind of like trying to figure out what to do. Like I gotta, I gotta fill my day. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Like goals are important, no, man. That's 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 for sure. Like when plan I plan a flag a fight booked, and work towards it. When I have like a fight booked and stuff, my every I, like life is is beautiful. Like I love it. I got a mission. I there's got an a objective. Job. There's an objective. Reason ahead of me. to there's wake a goal. up. There's a thing. Yeah, all that shit. So I think that's that's kind of what I'm taking away from is 
having a reason to get up, something to chase, something to aspire to, something to. I think that's why people retire and they die because they're not, they don't have that. Thing dude, anymore, this is know? gonna sound corny, but I think finding the right woman makes a big difference, man. Fucking a. I think if you can find a partner, if you can find somebody that can, that's compatible with, you can you can you know see a future with somebody. There's a reason to keep yourself out of harm. Go ahead, uh-huh. Coop. I was going to say, I've been reading this book, and they say the the highest achievers in history all had like a very strong woman in their lives that they could depend on because it mm-hmm. kind of like helps increase creativity. And, and I don't want to be heteronormative here. Yeah, no. <laughs> Either way, dude, I mean, just having someone else. No, there. even if you're gay, find a fucking woman because they civilize <laughs> the shit out of us, bro. Can't just be two dudes trying to fucking, you know, like, no, nah, love is important, but if, if it doesn't. You can't let that happen inorganically. Surround yourself with like-minded people and have a goal, have a plan, yeah. right? That is, you got to find your tribe. You know, as much as I, we all want to be lone wolf, you know, and, and you know. Well, we're I, tribal I, by nature. We're tribal by nature, man. We're yeah. tribal by nature. And sometimes, you know, one of the most painful things is when you think it's your family and it's not. Your yeah. family's moved on. You've been gone for years, and you're you know they're not the same that you were when you left. You know the, the sure. dynamic is different. The dynamic between your parents changes as you get older. You know it, it's 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 a very difficult time. And you know there's a great African proverb about this. This is not like when people talked about incels and you know like this is like a new phenomenon or something like that. The lone wolf. The African proverb, Coop, check me on this before the internet kills me, but I believe it goes either the, either, uh, how's the proverb go? It's something to the effect of the tribe either shares its light with the sun or the sun burns down the tribe to feel warmth. Mm. Something to that effect. It's like either the community showers the young man with, with, love or he burns it to the ground just to feel the warmth and it's like it goes back you know that kind of environment when you feel alone or when you feel well go ahead Coop. says here if the young are not initiated in the tribe they will burn down the village just to feel the warmth yeah there, there's probably a, a cooler way to say it <laughs> it's probably yeah, one that simply put yeah yeah I, you know but that's that's the deal man and the the paradox is when you're going through that, you feel like you're a plague. Like, I'm a plague. I would never subject anybody to me. I would never subject anybody to the pain of being around me. Right. Right? So you need people, but at the same time, you don't feel like you're worthy of that love. That's the paradox. You know, and, and that's why, like, kind of like, I have no idea how we got here from The Godfather, but... The fucking, you know, try, I've been very vocal about my struggles to try to destigmatize this because I'm a fucking cool dude. I'm big. I'm strong. I'm tough. I've lived a, I've lived a fucking great life, and I'm in no way. Handsome had dick reduction surgery three times. I'm the only guy that you know that had dick reduction surgery yeah. three times. But the, cool, <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is, like, like, it's not like some, you know, it's not Todd from, you know, Wedding Crashers. I'll be in my room. You know, like, right. it could happen to anybody, man. And it, it's no I'll be different. I'll in my room painting homo, homo things. <laughs> you know, it's like having your arm broken. It's 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 a bro- something's broken. All right, something's broken in your brain. It's yeah. yeah. You got to go get it fixed. 
It's like imagine having your arm broken. You're like, no, I'm gonna tough this out. I'm gonna tough it out. It's like, all right, good yeah. luck. Good luck with that. It yeah. might fix itself, but it's never gonna be the same. Why don't you just get a cast? Yeah. You know, like get it fixed, man. What do you think? Get, having a mission and getting up and moving and working out a little bit, that could maybe be got a Got to do it. It's yeah. But it's not one thing. It's all things. Yeah. You know, the number one thing is like, man, you need a savior. You, you need an angel. Yeah. You need a friend or a family member or a loved one to, to like put their hand on you and be like, so w- what's the end game here? You, or do you just want to die? Like you're, you're, you're ruining everything on purpose and I love you. How do I help? How do I help? You know, and the unfortunate thing is like, uh, so many people have to hit that rock bottom, dude. And they got they got and I they got a smash into that motherfucker. Like they can't like you can't like skid into that bitch. You got to bang. And they're like, okay, okay, I'm bleeding everywhere. I will take the help. Yeah. <laughs> I will yeah. take. I'll do it. Okay. You know, and, and then they got to be committed. Now the cool thing is, is that bro, there's there's so much life on the other side. It's it's worth it. Yeah. They're, you know, if you're breathing, you still got a chance. There's so shit, much. We're going to die anyway. We're going to die eventually, so you're going to get there. <sighs> well, that, might that, as well that, try that, and enjoy the fucking the, the ride when you're on it. I don't know if that would be the, I, how I'd lead. <laughs> hey, we're gonna you can die. Tell I'm not we're, the I'm not the suicide. We're, yeah, we're, we're gonna die anyway. Why don't you just tie it off? What, what are we What are we doing? <laughs> nah, here? Enjoy it a little. What bit, are you doing? You know, you know? tie one on. Yeah, time, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, dude. It's just you know, it's uh, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible thing, especially when you're a competitor, because you're competing with yourself and you can't win. Mm. You know all your you know all your triggers, you know all your deepest, you darkest thoughts. You know how to beat you, boy. Yeah. You know how to beat you. Yeah. You know, it, it's just one of those things. And like some of the best fighters, some of the best athletes that you know, this kind of internal struggle is what drives them. So when they can take that force, these forces of competition and angst and the id and the ego and the superego – and direct it towards something else, they become these incredible things. And then you look at somebody like Junior Seau. Yeah. You know, you look at somebody like Ken Caminiti. You look at some of these unbelievably great athletes. Well, when they then. Ken Caminiti kill himself? Ken Caminiti became a drug addict and, you know. He overdosed or. You know, who knows? But yeah, he died too young. Okay. Yeah, the. You green know, my, Power my old teammate, might have just man. killed himself. Yeah, who? The Green Power Ranger. Did he? I say it's. It was like. Uh, they they say an apparent suicide, who uh. knows? But like, uh, yeah, I remember I, I felt a little bad because I did really wanted to fight CM Punk. Jose Lima, Jose Lima, my old teammate, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was funny. Dude, he was cool though. He the Green Power Ranger was cool though. He like reached out. Did he really? Some love, yeah. Oh. R.I.P. R.I.P. I was a big Power Ranger guy. Power Ranger. I love that gritty remake go, fanfic go, that they Ranger. made. And what then- was that? With James Vanderbeek, that was badass. It was like ten years ago on the internet. Oh, yeah. yeah, massively viral. I feel like I brought this podcast all the way down to a fucking well, here's wall the here, thing. bro. Here's the thing: the truth of the matter is, we talked about your stabbing story. We, <laughs> we got realized, it out. We, we got realized, it out. We didn't realize it was going to open up your heart. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it was hey, a life changing thing. It was, it was cool. a life changing cool. thing. I, I think it was good. We bro, don't if, be, if you if the you first get, half was laughing right. silly, talking about Luca Brasi throwing fairness, a baby in a furnace. And, if, oh, that, nothing, uh, nothing's funnier than that. Nothing's funnier. than Listen, if you fucking get stabbed and survived, you're gonna start taking some fucking accounting of how we got here, right? Yeah. Like I feel like you'd be an asshole not to take an accounting of your life. Yeah. You know, like how did how did I get here? What happened? What went wrong? Get some fucking camaraderie going in this world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Fuck you know you. what, man? Fucking be a man and 
that's what being a man is, man. A- acknowledging that pff, th- this this ain't it. Yeah. You know, this ain't it. And and you know, by not wanting to bother anybody, I'm embarrassing everybody. Yeah. You know, I I you can't retreat. You can't hide. You got to face it. Mm-hmm. It's not going away. It's not going to just wake up one day and get better. Yeah, you know, you make it better. You got to attack it. Yeah. You got to acknowledge it and you got to attack it. And there's right, a million so now, ways to do it. Now, Mr. Comedian, why don't you give me a couple fucking ha-has before we get oh, out of here? Oh, tell you're a comedian. Oh, tell comedian, me a joke. Tell me a joke. Tell me a joke. You're a comedian. Tell me a joke. Fuck, bro. Oh, you're a fighter? Do I got in a fight this one time? <laughs> <laughs> do I beat up like six guys? It was fucking nuts. Listen, bro. All right? You, 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 ever think, you ever think about taking your fights to the ground? Hey, what about... Why When's your next fight? Why don't you fucking hit him with an elbow? When's your next you fight, know? man? Yeah, that's the funny ones, right? Yeah. I mean, how do you handle those when they come up to you? Um, I don't know. It depends. I like, I don't know. It's just, it's just funny, bro. It's like we were talking about another episode where it's like, well, I remember when I was like in college and I'd already been training like for a little while and I was watching fights at like this, my buddy's frat house and I was just listening to these guys. I'm just like, like, just like you feel like a little sick. Like they're like, oh, bro, do, 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 do this. And especially as fucking Jersey yeah, guys. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Watching fights with civilians can be tough. You want to watch it with. You know, either like like fighters or people who get it, for people sure. who really like who like know fighters and know like you know. For what I sure. Mean? Watch, yeah, watch, like you watch it at a bars. You could make a fucking that'd be a good show for MMA fighters. Just like like cringy things people will say in a bar watching a fucking fight. What's the cringiest shit you heard? Man, I wish I could. I'll, all right, this this one would be uh could maybe be a little particular to me yeah. because I'm calling out my own dad. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching fights with my dad and and just being like, "B, like, why don't you just fucking hit him with an elbow? Like, what? Why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do that?" And I'm like, "Pops, man, he's a professional, so like, maybe you know, he's not gonna go ask you about. He's not gonna tell you how to do chiropractic or you know what yeah. I mean? Any techniques there? Maybe you leave the techniques to him. Sure. And you know, it's tough though because you know the human eye. We all we could see what. Oh, if you do this or if it, you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking you know. So that that's one I could think of. You know the the what's worse than the assholes is the one the one person who's right because you don't want to give them the time of day. Like I'd have one person come up to me after the show and be like, "Hey, you know, it would really be really funny if you said this after that joke." I'd be like, "All right, thank you." And I'm thinking about it on driving home. I'd be like, "Fuck, that would be funny." He's right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think of that asshole? Now I'll yeah. never say it. Now I can never now say, you it. Can't say now it. Now I'll never throw that elbow. I will you. never throw it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know that. Would be an unbelievably cool thing though. Like you see the Twitch, uh, the the Twitch football league with Johnny Manziel was in yeah, it, yeah, yeah. where they did like a fantasy draft, and there was like there's like thirty players I in the league. I know about it, but I don't know all that about. So it's pretty fun. They do. There's like thirty players like in seven the league. On seven? Yeah, and then they do like a draft. No, but there's no teams, so it's just like a league. And then they do a draft, and then these people play like a tournament on the weekend. Like each okay. player gets drafted. They're on a new team every week, right? I think that shit would be hilarious if you turn like pro fighters into Pokemon. And like, you know, let's say like some Saudi was like for fifty grand, they could tell you what to do next. And it's just like you and another fighter standing in the middle of the ring, almost like the slap thing. And it's it's gonna go quid pro quo, one to the other. And somebody says, All right, you know, crescent kick and the guy gets the crescent kick you and then somebody's like left elbow then you got to hit the guy with the left elbow and it's the actual audience the fan interaction pays 
and you see who gets the win oh, off of that. That is kind of interesting. You just stand there. You, would you be able to Speaking do that? Sa- would Saudi. you be able to stand there and let somebody crescent kick you? Fuck no. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> they gotta earn that. Charizard. They gotta, they gotta earn that. <laughs> shit. I uh. Speaking of Saudi, where so you say, and the story of the stabbing was in Nashville. Yeah, and that's that's probably is Nashville your favorite place? Love you've it. Ever been to? Still almost moved there. So love it. Place. Nash Vegas is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's I, I'd have been honored to be Set killed. Oklahoma there. City. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been an honor. Thanks for a joke. Fucking <laughs> <A>, finally. <laughs> um. All right. So what? What's number two? You got number two? Favorite cities? I don't care. Whatever the fuck. Favorite cities. Oklahoma City's dope. It's like Nashville light, but that's like a sleeper yeah. city. Like nobody would ever want to go to Oklahoma City. Yeah, I remember it's dope you saying as hell. that. It's yeah. dope. Oklahoma City's dope. Okay, but I'll, I'm also like super partial to cities I get laid in, and as a big burly guy, the Midwest loves me. That's extra points. <laughs> extra <laughs> points. Extra points. Fuck L.A. I hate L.A. <laughs> Oklahoma City. They love oh, me in Tulsa. Shit. shit, Omaha. They love that. They <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, Columbus, Ohio. I love, dude. I, Yo, feel, like, I got, feel like Columbus we, doesn't get the do shine our, it deserves. Our, shit, our live shit, that's yeah. we, we got to go to Columbus. Columbus is We got Matt dope. Brown out there and that whole crew. And Hell like yeah. Hassie, a bunch of my boys out oh, there. Oh, word. We'll come, that's what's we'll up. Come have a fucking, have a good time. Savannah's I dope. I know you're hooked up at like the, the comedy spot. What's yeah, yeah. Funny Bone. Funny, Funny Bone. Bone, yep. It's a great comedy venue. One Funny of the, Bone. One of the, well, those boy. are like two of the best, I mean, literally three of the best comedy clubs in the whole country uh, are Zanies in Nashville. The Columbus Funny Bone and, you know, and Brick the motherfucking City Comedy. Stress Factory. The motherfucking Vinnie Brand Stress Vinnie Factory. Brand stress Factory. I, dude, I, yeah. I, that's where I fell in love with comedy. Yeah. I saw Jim Brewer when I, I was so 16 years old. There, yeah. And the next thing I know, I'm living this life of yeah, fame and go. shame. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for the addiction. First one's free. 16 years old, I was at the Stress Factory been, watching how, Jim Brewer. You've been in, uh, what, what states haven't you been in? Because you know where I'd, I've never been to Hawaii? Never been to Hawaii. Alaska? Never been Those to Alaska. Those are probably my top two. Never been there. Although we can go to Hawaii. Hawaii whenever we want. My boy Chris is out there building his compound. All right, well, maybe when he builds it. Yeah. Let him, let him get some plumbing <laughs> like going. Chris. Cool. Oh, Chris yeah. is dope. Nah, I ain't going to so That's, you know, that's a war machine there. right there. Chris is a legit war machine. Yeah, facts. We'll get war him machine. on the motherfucking power out there. Uh... I've never been to Idaho. I'd want no, no, I Boise. No, I've been to Idaho. I've been to Idaho. Idaho. I've been, I've been to Idaho. I'm wrong. I haven't been to Montana. I haven't been to Washington. I'd like to do that. I haven't been to Oregon. I haven't been to Oregon either. Uh, and I haven't been to. I'm missing one state. I'm missing one. Uh, what's? I haven't been to Oregon. I haven't been to Washington. I haven't been to Montana. The, the whole Pacific Northwest. I haven't done. Yeah. I haven't been to what what's another one out there? Give me one. I'm not missing. I don't fuck. Are there still bro. 50 countries? I'm not a geographer. Dude, I was dating a girl back in the day who was a pageant girl and she swore to god there Humble were 52 brag. states. Oh yeah. There's 52? Yeah. Wait, there are? No, there's no, 50. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, she she I'm swore kidding. to god because she's like I've been doing pageants my whole life. There's 52 what, states. There's 52 Puerto contestants. DC. DC. She's it's, they get contestants. I'm like, <laughs> I will bet you fucking everything. Everything I own right now that there's 50 states. I went to the Dominican Republic and realized we didn't own that place, huh? Yet. <laughs> so yeah, we should we should get this thing. Yeah, the Dominican owns the Dominican. They split that island with the uh, with Haiti. But Puerto Rico, now that's ours. Puerto Rico's ours. All right, cool. Yeah, Puerto Rico's ours. Good. Yeah, 
they have all of the bad parts of being a state with none of the good parts. We're really yeah. screwing Puerto Rico. Yeah, don't tell the Puerto Ricans nothing. Yeah, you know what? They have the Bronx. It's fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fair trade. That's cool. Yeah, they have they got they got Washington Heights parts of the Bronx. They'll be fine. What about I? So then countries. I want to go to Thailand. Never been there. Now's the time, bro. The dollar's strong, and you know. I'm not going to be able to travel once there's a Vax card, so I'm going to have to be doing it soon. And you got yourself a passport now. Went all the way oh, to shit. Louisiana. Dude, so listen to how fucking dumb this thing is. Didn't we, I think we talked about it on yeah. the last one. But, ah, fuck it. We talked about it on the last one. Yeah. Listen to the fucking Karen Fian episode. Karen if you want to hear about my goddamn passport thing. <laughs> but it all worked out. Got the passport. At the end of the God day. Went to, what, got to go to the Dominican Republic. Karen made a Republic. phone call. Guy's a fan of the OnlyFans. Dominican Republic. You know what I mean? Made it happen. I love it. All right, so what can people expect from Slick and Thick here on Gas Digital when we wrap it up here? What do you think? Shit. Just One, we're going to be consistent. Slick and Thick. Slick and We're going to be doing it twice a week. We yeah. got two shows. We're on now. It's we're on, on now. man. We're going to have we're gonna have it all set up when we get back down to Florida. Yep. And we're going to do our thing down there. Yeah. So I can train out of the beautiful Kill Cliff. That's it. You know what I mean? Live on the beach. It's just going to be party you know and I mean? bullshit. Yeah. Talking about real stuff. Hell yeah. So, I don't yeah, know. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're coming on to hear my political views and if you're coming in to hear uh mixed fight stories you'll get some of that you'll get some of that we're gonna do we're gonna do more of that because yeah. now we gotta do two podcasts a we gotta week, do two a week consistently but so what i'm excited about is the guests we're gonna have some amazing guests we're gonna be diving into some shit here's uh, the thing yeah. we're gonna keep it fucking 100 real the entire time yeah. we're never gonna end my thing is this mick once we get to ten thousand subs we're gonna do live call-ins bro yeah. so you why well, we gotta wait till then I don't know. You said how many thousand? Ten thousand. I feel like oh, we'll it gives people. I, I know that's why I made it really easy, low number. So All like, right. yeah, the people in the comments, the people that have been following us for a long Call time, in and come talk some shit with us. Can't thank you enough. We wouldn't have been able to do this without you. You guys are the reason why we we are doing this. It's awesome. Look, Mickey and I are going to be sitting bullshitting anyway, so we might as well record it. So we figure you guys would like to get in on it. You guys are our friends. You guys are our fans. You guys like what we do, and we appreciate you for doing it. And Hell yeah. Cannot tell you how excited we are to be a part of the Gas Digital family. We're going to bring that heat. Yeah, I'm so happy I own this place now. The congrats to Mickey Golf for owning Gas Digital. What yep. was it like to get Gas Digital in uh, Mortal Kombat? Ah, it was pretty fucking easy, bro. Just walk in. Pretty easy. I, I, I got the deed. <laughs> yeah. Whose chain is that? That's yeah. my chain. That's my chain. Yeah, bro. Take us out, Mick. All right, yo. Slick and thick. First one from Gas Digital. Yep. Mickey Gall, Gerard Michaels. Yo, yo. Give me the nice, give me the nice fucking, uh, give it the nice cool down, the the proper uh, outro. The proper outro. The proper outro. I'm gonna let you do yourself, too. <laughs> Sir Thickness. So the uh, yeah, uh, Slick Mick the Ruler with his royal thickness, Gerard Michaels. We are coming to you twice a week here from the wonderful Gas Digital Studios. Please make sure to like, share, subscribe. We can't do it without you. Tell a friend to tell a friend. The quicker we get to ten thousand, the quicker you get to call in, like, share, follow, and if we have a sponsor, buy their shit. That's how you support. Love y'all. Appreciate you. Slick and thick. Coming to you next time.